0: After Will, you place a hand to the stone above the bones of Vain Wolfchild. Um, You see Corshieldy materialize for a moment and then immediately begin to kind of fade away before your eyes. She delivers the words that you just heard and vanishes in... The place where you and her touched this rock, there is now a second hand print, blood red, sitting on top of this rock. Below you, the bones of this person you know to be Vane Wolfchild. And really, that's about it in this place. As this part memory and uh, part kind of shadow wraith that is bound to this area dissipates. Um, all four of you would have seen and heard the words that she spoke to Will. The other shadows disappeared after kind of being absorbed into Kor's Um And you find yourselves once again in this set of minds, this old abandoned dusty mine shaft here lots of it kind of uh fallen in on itself the creaking wood that's holding these mine shafts up above you um holes and broken bits of wall um dust filtering down from above what do you guys do next
1: I
2: think I'd probably slowly turn around kind of in a bit of a state of shock for a sec and then look back to the rest of the party and say it's over at least here that's not what I expected
3: What were you expecting?
2: I was expecting the same thing that happened. You're not going gonna... to... Th- I was expecting the same thing that happened when we caught up with Eldarin, When his ghost spoke to us, But perhaps Vane might have something similar to say.
3: Did we... touch the
1: bones
2: there Hmm. I did yes I believe I did
0: I don't think you touched the bones you touched the uh the handprint above the bones I don't remember you explicitly telling me that you touched the bones and I say that because I think I would remember <laughs> if you <had> said it <laughs> um, before I touched the um
2: before I touched the handprint before the whole fight started I believe what triggered the fight was me putting my hand on the skeleton itself and taking a second like a moment of silence um if I'm not mistaken like I did that first
0: one of us is and it's probably I in my head as you reached out it it triggered Corshieldy behind you so I don't know if uh you actually oh, did so touch like, them.
2: So she jumped out and interrupted before I did, basically.
0: Pretty much. That's the activation. She's a protection ghost, demon, shadow, wraith, spirit.
2: Gotcha. Well, in that case, <laughs> well, I'll say that very... you.
0: I'll say that you you <laughs> maybe didn't, because I would imagine that as you went to reach out, or as you. I think you said you were gonna kneel or something in front of them, because um, it's been two weeks for us. Um, I'll say that you didn't.
2: Okay. Um, well, she also just very explicitly and directly told us not to touch him, and it's a trap. So mm-hmm. I'm probably probably gonna pass on that, unless uh, unless Merlin wants to like detect magic and see what's going on here. But otherwise, I'll I'll not mess with it.
4: Might not be a bad idea. I I will then use Detect Magic.
0: Okay. Um. First, you can do that, uh, but roll me... You have Detect Magic on a daily thing, do you? Am I remembering that, or do you have it on a spell slot?
4: I do believe I have it on a spell slot.
2: You should also have it as a ritual, if we want to just hang out for ten minutes.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That's actually yes. important. Do I you want to do the ritual, slot. or do you want to do it instantly?
4: Oh, Instantly.
0: Okay. Well, it takes a spell slot. And, okay. uh... Yeah, you you do that. Um, roll me an arcana check, please. Uh, 23. 23. So... You will get... Some extra stuff here. Ooh. Um... the first okay there is a lot of weird magical things happening in this area and this is about 30 feet around but I guess it doesn't matter too much um first of all I think the most powerful um uh school of magic that hits you from this is the school of necromancy um it is uh, a side as well. This is, again, every time you cast Detect Magic, you get all of the enchantments and spells that are currently on your equipment and all the things that's going on with you, the strange kind of sense of magic that comes from um, Fix, uh, the strange um, ping of magic that comes from you. Um, you are now a necromancy void combo creature. Um, uh you get uh, another sense and almost um, however it is that Merlin interprets this exact kind of sense of the same school of necromancy void blend uh, from the dissipating energy that was Sheldy, this spirit thing that was there before um, she's a, a shadow spirit I guess is what you would probably if you wanted to identify it as anything um, but it is exactly the same thing as you. Um, also on a twenty-three, you understand that um, actually that basically is what will happen to you as well. Um, you kind of can't die, um, while your physical body will rot and deteriorate over time. Um, and depending on how well you keep up with the certain like dailies that keep that uh, your body fresh and and quote unquote alive, um, you will eventually become kind of basically that thing that happened there this uh, spirit that is um that is born of a uh, a wish from the mist um the same way that essentially um, fire wished that you didn't die or that you would come back um, the same thing happened here this person um somebody else presumably this vain person did the same thing. Um, And she came back as an undead creature. Um, When he died, she stopped. Uh, She stopped, is the first thing. Her body stopped. But her spirit remained here. The last thing that he asked her to do was protect. um, And so that was the enchantment there was a thing born here where she is now part attached to him part attached to the mist part attached to this wish which was that she doesn't die um and that she remains um and while she doesn't exist in the same way that you do currently here right now every now and then she is brought back um she essentially just then was reborn and killed again um but that will happen forever Um, It is partially the Mist, partially the Void. And the Mist is partially the Void, and you kind of understand this already. Um, But essentially, this Void magic is so powerful. It's just keeping her here bound to this spell, and bound to this Promise, and bound to this um, Abjuration, which is the second school of magic that comes through for you. Abjuration, which is mostly like shields and... um, um, protection spells and things like that um, there's just a huge amount of it that seems to be um, linked and attached to um, these bones and the uh, the handprints which I think stand out for you quite heavily and that lingering essence of this being um, the bones, the abjuration magic on the bones seem to um, be linked with um two schools of magic divination um there's an as a there's a link that you can see or smell or understand or feel in some way between those bones on the ground um and will which is essentially divination um while I think last time we played you were kind of blocked off somewhat from that will or you interpret it as being blocked off um from the uh, connection that you had with your previous incarnations and selves here. Um, Merlin, you d- you totally can tell, and there is an element of um, divination to it. Um, and that same void magic, which is running through a lot of things going on here. Um, lastly, there is something um, that... Basically, the, the school of magic that appears to be a form of a trap is a strong... Um, uh, abjuration uh, link with what would be transmutation. If you interact with these bones, it will do something. It will transmute it, and transmutation is essentially that you um, manipulate the physical properties of something. Uh, in a simple, a, a transmutation spell might be like shape water or polymorph. Um, it could be way worse. It could be. It could literally just turn you into a goop, and that's it. Um, I don't classic. think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you uh, know this spell. Uh, let me double check with. No, I don't. Magic. I don't know. You just get the skulls trans- and stuff, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I don't know that spell.
0: So you definitely speed. get the sense that it will. Um, it will do. It will do some sort of powerful transmutation magic as an abjuration spell for you. Um, Now, is there anything else? Because this is a particularly crazy place to be casting this spell, so I just want to double-check. Yeah, You might have more coming through for you, but I think that is it. Um, You certainly get a deeper understanding of precisely what is happening here with this being that you just witnessed, because you cast it instantly, and they're still lingering somewhat. Um, And uh, the bones themselves are... Pretty much just bones, um, but there is certainly an abjuration and transmutation field over them. Um, oh, the handprints, um, the handprints also stand out to you as, um, uh, that would be, um, fuck. That would be, uh, can you tell that? I wonder. Um. Hmm. On a 23... Uh, what it is is the inverted form of the mist void magic those handprints Uh, it is still powerful void school of magic this new school of magic that you've discovered um, that is linked to this alternate plane that you've also been kind of learning about there is a a tower that you now know is nearby that is like a, uh, a portal that allows you to cross into that plane and dr- and that plane is just f- a plane of this insane energy that you can draw from to cast spells and change spells and enhance spells and things um, but also you are fully aware and have been for some time that the mist is also just complete like it's just a, a mixture of void magic and consciousness um the handprint is exactly the same thing but I think um, treat it like black and white here if the mist is black the handprint magic is white but it's still the same source but you can tell the only thing here and I literally mean the only thing including you, yourselves, this area of the minds, the bones, the shadow creature, of course Sheldy, uh, even just lingering on the rocks and things. It's the only thing here that is not linked or is maybe repelling the mist itself are those handprints. It's like a polar opposite, like the like two opposite ends of a magnet trying to. or the same ends? The opposite ends? Trying to uh repel each other. Um. And I'll give you all that, because it was a 23, and that was that was good. And I think that is also wow. everything going on here. So, um, Yeah, plus you you kind of understand this stuff now. Um, Will, since we're here, roll me your own kind of Arcana check, but it won't be an Arcana check. It is going to be for you. Uh, You are no longer making wisdom saving throws. You have leveled up in a different way um, after that um, and with your ability to access your memories. Um, uh, Yours is just a... Hmm, you know what? I think just a wisdom Yeah, you don't you, know you can make me a wisdom save. Just make it a wisdom save, because you're mm-hmm. proficient. I'll allow it. I'll give you the proficiency Ooh. to it. It's essentially like yep. having a skill in wisdom. So that uh, makes 13. sense to me. Thirteen. Okay. Hmm. Thirteen is the worst one. the worst number it's just like you don't really get everything but you don't not get something
2: Um, it's the you were almost good enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you gotta
0: you get you definitely get something I think it's appropriate for where you are here you seem to be locked off from certain abilities and certain understandings and stuff Um, what I'll give you is a a sort of passive answer to a, a sort of passive question that you had earlier on with the others when you were talking about the fact that you were expecting like a Response from um, Eldarin, kinda, and you didn't really get that here. Um, I think I will give you some kind of internal understanding that um, Eldarin felt like a different person to you when you encountered the previous set of handprints, um, whereas here you have a complete full understanding that this isn't this was a different person to you. Absolutely, Vane was his own person with his own life and stuff. Um, you have access to his memories and you seem to be reincarnating um, with him or as you with his whatever going on um, but now that you have access to Eldarin, Vane, and Jomei's memories and also you are struggling to differentiate between those memories and yourself and that is causing a, core, a, a kind of Uh, current dissonance which is going to potentially turn you quite literally insane as your mind splits four different ways Um, you uh, no longer I think experience them as different people so through their memories you can draw different answers however what you also have is a much greater understanding of the consciousness of the mist and your relationship with it. Um, you, they can't do it. You can flip into the mist consciousness. Um, mechanically, it's on a wisdom save, and I'll give you literally all of this in a second. Um, outside of being in the mist. It's much harder to do when you're not in the mist, but you can literally just access it. Um if you ask it questions that are beyond your scope, essentially the questions that you've been asking it um, it will it now just simply has a cost on you you can ask a question, it will give you an answer, it will cost you 10 sanity to do so wishes can be granted by the mist such as bring Merlin back that will cost you 25 sanity per wish. That is... Ouch. <laughs> and okay. it is unrecoverable at this point. Oh, snap. Now, the reasoning is that you have unlocked all three sets of memories from Eldar in vain and May. so while you don't have like a perfect total recall situation here, um, you definitely I think I've been treating this on your behalf as your brain quickly cherry-picking the most important stuff so that you don't go insane. Give you an idea of what's going on. And a lot of these wisdom saves have been that. Um, Corsheldi says to you, no more bargains with the mist. Use your light, not the darkness of the mist. And I think when she does that, that is what gives you your understanding of the fact that bargaining with the mist itself is what's harming you. Um but it also gives you a much better understanding with it, but it also sets you apart from it, which is why now bargaining with the mist you it is just it what it is is essentially going literally against your nature to do so. So it, it's just an irreversible harm to do so. But okay. is also very useful and powerful. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: I
2: got that impression. <laughs> Basically, cast wish spell, but break my brain to do it. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, got it. Shadow wishes. And these are not always, you know, perfect wishes. It's not like we're not talking, you know, celestial wishes. We're talking, please don't let Merlin die. Technically, he's not dead, but sort of he is.
2: It's going to be one of those sadistic genies that misinterprets the wish. <laughs> okay.
0: I think All right. it is uh, somewhere in there. Um, okay, so that's how that works. Um, what you understand? So I'm going to give you just the, the stuff here as well. So when you're inside the mist, it is a wisdom save of a DC of 15 or higher um, to do this success to successfully um, uh, join with the mist uh, consciousness and flip into it. When you lose your body, your eyes roll up and you you join into it um that is for everyone um that's how that works um outside of the mist only will can do this it is an 18 or higher um, unless you are in Cole, jairus dandalo or coos um outside of this uh outside of the mist itself you are still able to do this um and it's an 18 plus but if you're in those spots it's only a 15. Failure still will cost you 1d10 of sanity, which is recoverable. Um, And uh, I don't think you know how this works for the others yet. But for you, that's how it sits. So I'm going to just, I will print screen that for you and chuck it into our thing as well. Um, It's a slight and final, you'll be pleased to know, uh, change apart for you. (laughs) Uh, The others, obviously, it's still a little uh, different, potentially. Um, It's far more dangerous for them. I'll give you that much you do know. Uh, But they pretty much have the same kind of options as you. Um, But that, I think, is probably all you can really pull from that. Um, And... That's the end. There it is. So, the two of you... um, come to a greater understanding. Will, for you, this is... It's not a manual check, like like Merlin is casting a spell. I think this is up to you to interpret, but you're kind of just like... At, the, at this point, you're like... Uh, it's like it's like memories are straining through a coffee strainer, dripping through. You're getting these kind of thoughts and feelings and memories and things like that. Um, but there is definitely a subconscious thing holding it back because you will just go insane and end the campaign. Um... Because it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept to try and, you know, remember four people's memories. And so you... uh, However you get this information and some of these elements that are being unlocked in you, um, you now have a greater understanding of just generally kind of how your interaction with the mist is working. You're also starting to get this sense that you are the polar opposite of the mist itself. Um, The mist is... Uh, the yin, you're the yang. That's kind of what is happening here. You definitely start to understand and feel um, that uh, repulsion. Is that the correct word? Um, From it. Um, Merlin, however, you definitely get more of an academic understanding very quickly there. Everything I said to you, I think, is just a thing where you go, that's abjuration magic, that's necromancy, that's void magic. This is all being held together by the mist itself somehow, but we're not in the mist. You know, that kind of thing. You definitely get all of those um, answers very quickly I think will over the course of um the fight maybe and all and definitely while speaking with Core Sheldy, you just get a a greater understanding of what feels like yourself um a drip feed of what would feel like memories um maybe like being being hung over or something or you kind of remember like weird dr- drunken memories from the night before when someone jogs your memory that kind of a thing maybe something like that um would be probably how you experience it. Again, totally up to you to interpret however you want. Um, So, bombs. Lots of bombs coming in um, for you in the campaign, obviously. And if you have any more questions and things, I know I'm dropping lots of stuff. But a lot of the campaign has been questions up until this point. um, And you're starting to kind of crest that hill um, with your understanding of um, yourselves and of the mist and of the... Things that are powering the mist, such as the void magic that sits underneath it all. Um, the magic dissipates for you, Merlin. The The spell wears out, and you definitely get the sense that Sheldy this spirit, is gone. Like, it's almost as if they have been uh, completely erased. There is no sense of them after a while, um, though you know it is totally possible for um, them to kind of regenerate almost yeah like yeah. a revenant it's a it's a strong necromancy um, spell and uh, again the question really that is came down to was that the bones when touched or disturbed will cast a very strong transmutation spell so with right. all that in mind over in over the course of about 30 seconds uh, what do you do next
4: well, first things first. I'm gonna relay everything to the rest of the party, cause I'm not—I'm not keeping all that tea to myself, no way, Jose. That, and I will greatly express no touchy on the bones, because they uh, have inscriptions of, uh, well, one nasty transmutation spell. So, well, no touchy. I
2: heard you the first time. Uh, me... what? Sorry, what? What's the transmutation spell?
4: Well, I mean, to my understanding of it well i I myself do not know how to cast it, but the spell and uh well quite frankly I, I don't know what this one will turn you t- into, but it well I would I would imagine something not L- pleasant
2: so basically it's to turn you into something trap. is that what you're telling me?
4: It, pretty much it will manipulate you know any physical properties, so basically okay. yourself.
2: Right, so my thinking here then is I don't touch it. That's my take. Ah, I think we're done here, though. We already know from what we learned before there's nothing else lit down deeper in this mine. The whole place was a trap.
4: And Corshieldy is pretty much a, a prisoner here. Or we didn't Mm. quite exactly, um, well. Let's just say there's a possibility, and a likely possibility, of Corshieldy coming back.
3: Unless the mists allow it. (sighs) So do you think we'd save her from this Purgatory. By getting rid of Save.
2: <coughs> Save is, uh, perhaps an optimistic term. But we can perhaps at least cut her loose from it and let her move on to the next life.
3: It has to be better than being tethered like this, right?
2: I agree. And I'm not gonna leave her here. We'll find some way to cut it loose. Whether it be whatever we find out in the ocean, or if I just have to Find the center of the mist and grab it by the throat. I'm not leaving her down here. Yeah. But we can't fix that from here. We have to head east. No.
4: We may have to come back for Korsheldi.
2: Aye. We will.
3: What does she mean by use your light? Is there a way you can utilize that meaningfully?
2: I feel like I already do every single time we fight
3: do you think you could communicate with it the same way you can in the mist?
2: I feel that last time I was in the mist I tried remember how every time we ventured into the mist it sounds like A thousand voices A chorus Yeah But there was one Very distinct voice Last time I was there Sounded like a woman's voice I suspect that She is Not necessarily the light But A representative of it Aursa. Right I suspect it comes from her Perhaps oh, Perhaps it's like it's a black and white Two sides of the same coin And she is one half And whatever is spurring on the mist is the other half Perhaps a theory but the, Okay To answer your question No not really I, I'm. Magic is not my strong suit I don't know how this works I, I do know that I do know that the longer we keep at this The more I've figured it out Remember, Mm -hmm. back when we first started traveling The only thing I really knew how to do was Hit really hard And that was it Uh, But now Now I can see things Cast spells And it's all coming from that same source Maybe given some time i will figure out how to do it
3: You've come a long way in two short weeks
2: I think we all have
3: That we have Hmm. Oh, let's leave these mines then. Oh, I don't trust that they won't just crumble around us any second now. Let's
4: get out right, of here. Yes. No. Uh, especially with the uh, the fire still uh, a burden. Let's uh, let's let's abscry. Yeah, that's right. I forgot for a little place on Yeah, I used fire <laughs>
0: uh, You're just a raging fire. There is no crazy crazy fire, I think. <laughs> it's I would imagine that if that was happening, you would all have left. Um there's some smoldering areas that are uh, that make the uh the timber holding some of these pieces of the mine up look a little more precarious. Um, you can freely leave or you can continue to explore the mine.
4: Oh, why do you say that? Now I want to explore. (laughs)
0: No, 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 no. 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 You do whatever you want to do. I'll tell you what, I'll bring you back over to the battle map. Um, and, uh, by all means, do not take it as any sort of incentivization towards death. Um, I simply just, uh, want to let you know that technically you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you went straight in straight down the central uh, mine shaft, and towards the right and discovered This, this is Brad's way of
4: saying there's treasure.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Brad's saying there's more in the mine <laughs> But Brad's I, saying there's more here, but I'm it might traps. be a trap or it might be yes. treasure I don't,
4: <laughs> It's a beholder, we
5: need I to do go I do not <laughs> want to incentivize
0: you one way or the other, but I also don't want to get to the end of the campaign and you're like, what? You're telling me the Excalibur sword was in there and I could have gone and got it And
2: speaking of which, (laughs) I was actually just about to ask, Uh Vayne's body, Mm. does he have anything on him? I know the bones are cursed, but like, I'm actually thinking he was this warrior representing goddess of light. I wonder if she gave him anything neat. You
0: know, maybe he has a magic sword. So he did have a magic sword. Um, He had a very, very big uh, claymore, I believe. Let me just double check so I don't misspeak because we're... Uh, you know at this point Um, he had um, yes he had a great sword um, but it is absolutely not here Um, he has his um, his armor on that you recall as the kind of patchwork armor like most of it seems to have been made from bits and pieces of very well made armor here it looks very battered and old and uh, kind of ruined but um yeah you you get that sense of uh uh decent patchwork armor from hundreds of years ago but the uh the sword that you recall Vayne having this um, very powerful great sword is is not here um I'm gonna still work under the rules uh, of of roles that you made when you first came into here, uh, and the wisdom role that you made when you first came in and, and failed, that you're relatively disconnected from directly accessing uh, Vane and Eldarin's memories right now. So I don't think you know what happened to it or where it is. Um, it's it's certainly not here though. Like it's not like it's hidden under a rock or anything like that.
2: When you say certainly not here, you mean are in you- this chamber. In Next this room. His but body, not like... necessarily okay. Yeah, I it, just it's... meant like the room or the entirety of the mine. Right. So
0: Um You can make me make me one more wisdom save. I'll tell you whether it's in the mine. Uh
2: sure. A twenty this time.
0: It's not in this mine. You know that much. You know he had a big great sword and it was awesome, but it's
1: not okay. Question.
3: Mm. The strength we lost from the strength drain, has that recovered or is and that I'll, permanent?
0: I think you have to do a long rest <laughs> and I will double check for you on the shadow. Okay. Uh oh
2: yeah, you almost got uh, drained to zero, didn't you?
3: I'm on five strength. <laughs>
0: Um so the strength chain uh reduced by one d4, the target dies if it's reduced to zero. Otherwise the reduction lasts until the target finishes a short or long rest. There you go.
4: Okay. Okie dokie.
0: So here's what okay. I'll do. You guys um are I'm just gonna go we can go back to you can freely move your tokens around. Um obviously ignore the fact that these are all still here i will do this for you so as not to confuse your tiny little player character minds you're welcome
5: i'm gonna freely move out of the mine
0: okay if you're just leaving the mine that's all good i just i don't want you to not have the option because i didn't put it in front of you Uh, yeah, i appreciate it and, um, I oh no, kind
2: of want to poke around. No, oh,
0: no,
5: no, 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 no. Obviously, Listen, if, if if Will pokes around, I'm not gonna leave him Merlin, alone, but... Fix,
0: and Fire all wander out of the mine and, <laughs> and 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 begin to head back towards the entrance. Whereas I think Will maybe starts trailing behind, uh, as you determine Uh-oh. what, yeah, I mean, what does Will do, uh.
2: Well, if they're all leaving, I'm probably going with them, but I'm 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 also kind of if if Brad went through the trouble of preparing a beholder to kill us all, it would be rude <laughs> to leave it in here without talking to him. I have right. a one
0: hundred percent kill rate right with kill rate right with um Beholderkin. So, you, yeah, uh, you
2: didn't even need a beholder. You,
0: but don't worry about that. listen. Will doesn't know I prepared a huge dungeon with lots of wonderful, amazing, incredible little delights hidden underneath terrifying, I, monstrous I, I, dangers. I,
2: you don't need to convince me, Brad. I want to explore the mine. <laughs> will,
0: will, whatever whatever
5: it, Will decides to do, we will probably yeah, we'll go with do him. because it's Will. And now he's like... <laughs> The truth and the light. (laughs) So we, you
3: know. The oracle. The
1: (laughs) Superman theme.
2: The Superman theme starts playing and I'll just fly down the tunnel. No, um. Perhaps we should poke around here. Other clues, perhaps. I'm not sure what else there is to benefit us here, though.
4: If you want to look around.
2: We came all this way. We might as well.
4: Alright, you lead the way. We'll follow.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll walk out. Jesse wants to explore the mine. Will doesn't care, but <laughs> Jesse wants to see what's in here, So I'm going to walk a little deeper in and see what we got.
0: Alright, let me remind myself of what horrors await you. Yeah, you head um, out of the chamber with um, the body of Vayne in and you continue to follow these mine tracks along this very ancient-looking mine. Old-looking tracks, uh, most of them covered in dust and dirt and stones and rocks. Um, a chamber to the left, a simple chamber with nothing but rocks and debris in it. Merlin pokes his head around, lifts a couple of rocks up. Um, nothing in this chamber as you uh, head along. However, um, you take a few um, steps further forward. The Ahead of you down here, you will notice... A Is
3: that a chest?
0: Big
4: Icy treasure
0: Treasure chest
2: I um, knew
4: it! So, and, a, and a ditch that looks um, Hopefully oh here that's Probably a <laughs> long way down
0: There are several collapsed tunnels In here that lead off and branch off From this part of the mine You get the sense that actually this was probably a central Part of the mine long ago um, But almost all of the tunnels in here have fallen in and created more of a chamber. Um, The lumber in this room that is supporting the walls creaks and groans distinctly. There is a chest that you can see, an unmarked thing, likely containing some of the miners' things before they were left behind. It's not like this was a treasure mine or an, an ancient tomb or anything like that. This was a mine shaft. People worked in here and it collapsed naturally. Um... There is a huge fallen in piece of the mine, a, a massive um, hole that is perhaps an 80 foot drop to the bottom of the mine shaft. It seems to lead down to a lower chamber that was probably one of these tunnels that took you down further into this mine and ran underneath this chamber itself. Um, and the gap over to the other side of the chest is about a 10 foot gap. Um, towards this um, chest itself. The um, fall itself would hurt one. Um, Obviously you guys are aware of feather fall and all that kind of stuff and that's all good but if you weren't to cast any sort of spells falling into this hole you get the horrible sense it would bring the cavern down. In fact any sort of movement inside this chamber here that's too abrupt might bring the roof down on you. Of all the areas of the Mind that you have been in. This chamber, which we will say, kind of starts around where Merlin and Fire are, where these two pillars, these posts are um, located. Um, this chamber itself is most definitely the most precarious looking thing. Barely any wood and timber holding this thing. Almost no frame um, left behind. It's pretty much just being held up by its own kind of um, collapsed areas. The hole lies in front of you. The chest on the other side of a simple ten-foot jump over an eighty-foot drop.
2: So don't cast thunderwave in here.
1: <laughs> I recommend not casting any. I, I
0: wouldn't even. I probably wouldn't even cast mage hand. But the,
2: I loved it. Darn it! Was like,
4: I was gonna how, use here's that
0: bread. No, you can potentially uh, Brad's do that. like,
2: here's how I kill the party. I just put a chest next to a giant <laughs> cave-in and wait. And the party there will is see the essentially
0: rest. in here a chest next to a giant cave-in. Um, depending on how you guys want to potentially approach this, um, I will let you know. <clears throat> but that is what is in here. What do you do?
2: Okay. Well, uh... I was going to say I could easily hop across, but I worry that heavy armor jumping...
4: Yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah, you're gonna make like,
5: the ground shake. I have shake. a question, Brad. Yeah. With Misty Step, I can go 30 feet. So, could I go 15 across and 15 back? Or is it only one
1: I don't
0: journey? Think so. I think it's because that's not movement, that's the spell itself. Do you get what yeah, is this? Yeah. Once a day elf bullshit? Let me see.
5: yeah Yeah. Uh, um, you teleport up to 30 feet. Okay, so now I can just. Yeah, then you'd have to recast it. it
0: to do it again. Yeah, Movement, you can day, split so up, but this is a singular fuck. spell thing.
5: You can this <sighs> step get there, over but there, but I can't get back.
3: We don't, we don't, we don't need whatever's in there.
2: Right, there's uh, no need for us to all die for a box that's been sitting down here for who knows how many hundreds of years.
1: Okay. But I'm just I really for see
2: what's, But I really do want to see what's in there, Merlin. Can you use your magic hand and just here and? Take my climbing rope, and just use your magic hand, and just hook it onto the thing, and I'll reel it in.
4: Okay, you know that—that that sounds like a, a reasonable and safe plan. All right, let's let's do that. All right, I'm gonna cast Mage Hand and take the rope.
0: Yeah, you. I step um, back
3: away from everybody.
0: Yeah, anyone that are, if you're in this room. On the map I'll step back yeah. that's I'm where you down. are I'm in like, the room I'm, counts as yes. uh beyond would you like a line shall i draw a line yeah. for yes, you line yes please i'll
2: stand i'll stand right here
0: i am going See. to for the sake of uh, fear i will draw you a green line wow that was incredible <laughs> i thought that wow. was going to be a straight line
5: it's pretty good. Thank pretty you. Good. So it was much. so good, Brad. It was really good. It was is, really good I, at art.
0: I, my number one pet peeve in the world is drawing on my battle map, and I did it myself. Um, mm-hmm. But there it is, and that is the end of it. Um, so you cast the mage hand, and you're taking the rope over to the other side with uh, the intention of what? Sorry, what were you doing with it on the other side? You can lazily um, float the hand over, and the rope goes with it.
4: Yeah. Um. Wait, what are we doing with the rope?
2: Just just find like it's got to have like a carry handle or something. Just hook my okay. little grappling, grappling hook thing. All right.
4: Onto okay, it and we'll just pull is it over. Okay. All right, that. Okay. Well, I'm I'll d- I'm do- going <laughs>
2: to just, just trust me. Just go do it.
4: Okay. All right. So with with the <laughs> tiny little mage hand, I'm going to have it float over with the rope, tie a, a good knot on one of the handles and Pass the rope then over to to will the other side
0: Yep, yeah, grappling hook yeah, grappled goodness. in on side of this chest rope thirty yeah, feet I'm, away
2: I'm, hmm. I'm going to give it a gentle pull to see how heavy this chest is hmm. um like i want to see if this thing weighs 5 pounds or 50 pounds to before i decide
0: don't know what like, pounds are let's find out what pounds are in, uh, in stone 50 pounds Because I should have thought about that I would say Let's see what 25 pounds is uh, Maybe about 20 pounds I guess <laughs> Americans okay.
2: well, That's not too bad
0: Yeah Um. um give me uh, Give me an investigation check Will Sure Six. a six um you're not sure whether the weight is from something in the um chest or whether it's the chest itself uh, from here it's kind of hard to tell whether the wood is you know some very heavy dense wood that they've built the chest out of it's survived all these years for the most part as you pull it a little bit a couple of rocks tumble off of the top it's covered in dust um from a cob, where there's a, a kind of uh, uh, a few rocks that tumble down. It echoes off the um, the 80 foot drop as it falls into the, uh, the the smaller stones fall into that hole there. But yeah, I'll I'll go with 20 pounds under the understanding that I don't know what 20 pounds really is. <laughs> well, I, if I was, well, to, if yes. we
2: can we can use a little uh, we can use a little. Weight converter, right? Here it's about a stone
0: and a half in English, which is it about shows
2: right. Shows it as nine, nine kilograms. Does that make more sense?
0: Nope. No idea what a kilogram is. We measure things in stones in the UK. Yes, we still have we measure dragons. Things in bags
3: of sugar. And <laughs> bags of
0: sugar. <laughs> I okay, no 1.4 stone. Yeah, <laughs> there we that go. That sounds about right if I were to, I were to guess.
2: Okay, well, that's, that's really freaking light then. Could easily lift that. So I'll, uh, like I'll tug and say it's actually not nearly as heavy as I was expecting hold on and I- I'm gonna walk back into the room okay and uh die hilariously uh I'll stand right here and then say Merlin you I, I, can you lift that actually with your hand it's
1: mm. not heavy
4: Well I can carry things 10 pounds
0: how much is it 10 pounds that you can carry with that
4: yeah With the, with the mage hand.
0: So then, no, you can't, it doesn't lift, uh, under Mm. the strength of the mage hand.
4: My little hand is mighty, but unfortunately, it won't be able to carry that.
0: Okay, well,
2: just keep it steady then, or lift what you can then, and I'm gonna just pull it towards me, because it's, uh, it's pretty lightweight. I'll just, I'll just pull it so that it, you know, it goes to drop into the chasm and then just pull it straight up.
3: Is it locked?
0: You can see a small padlock on the front of it, yeah.
4: Okay, good. I was that—that's actually pretty good. Um, imagine if it didn't have the lock and all the kind of just fall down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just opens
4: and, hey, there goes the
2: magic I'm Like <laughs> right down
0: the thing. Yeah, so Mer- Merlin. you're gonna pull Merlin, this thing I... into the hole.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna pull it into the hole and then pull it out. But I'm telling Merlin, after I pull this thing off the edge, just steady it, right? Don't let it, don't let it wag back and forth, would you? And then I'll
0: just pull it off the edge. Yeah, give me a... um, hmm. I guess just give me a dex... Give me a slight of hand check with advantage since you have the mage hand. Just to make sure you don't butcher this in some way and it swings sharply or as it hits the bottom it swings and strikes the other side. Pretty much what you're trying to pull off happens. On a natural 20 with the help of the mage hand here. Um, Kind of without it really, but um, the... The box, uh, this chest, is pulled to the edge and it falls into the hole. You give the rope enough slack that it doesn't swing violently towards the other side of the um, the hole here. The mage hand steadies it and stops it from gaining too much momentum in the same way. As it falls into the hole, you kind of maybe almost like fishing with it. You hold the rope steady over the edge of the hole and it doesn't do any mad swaying. doesn't do any horrible um, crush... Uh, uh, swinging into the uh into the other side of the the hole here and it sits now just hanging dangling maybe 30 feet down 20 feet down below you in this hole
2: yeah and then i'll just just hoist it straight up if it's it if it's that lightweight
0: easily done tuck it under an arm and run out
2: yep Uh, i will just (laughs) calmly walk out of the room with the box and say oh that was easy
1: enough
0: yeah you have um this chest now again it is about um 20 pounds did i say so it's not massively heavy moving it though and as you feel it you can feel that it's filled with a bunch of stuff you also hear two kind of glass bottles knock against each other in there as you move Ooh.
2: i'll just uh
0: let's have I'll a small padlock fire. On the front,
2: though. yeah i'll turn to fire and say your skills include disarming these things mm. and point at the lock
5: is it a trap or just locked
2: i think it's just an ordinary lock but this thing you is think? kind of annoyingly bulky and i don't want to carry it around so let's see what's in our plunder and i'll set the i'll just set the box down like out here outside the cave-in room
0: you can give me an investigation check to try and look for traps if you want uh fire
5: 17
0: 17 this certainly does not seem trapped at all it looks like the type of thing that someone might just leave things in um You'd maybe guess that maybe someone important once upon a time left things in here and there's enough valuables in here that they locked it while they went to work maybe or maybe it's just a an on-site thing. Um, but it certainly doesn't seem like, again, the type of thing where you're going to unlock it and, a, you know, this was a, a work site, you know. It's not like there's going to be too many dangers and I think you get the sense of that from uh, this. There's no, like, poison okay. dart that's going to strike you. I will
5: you in try
0: there. to unlock it. Yeah, you have these tools? Yep. Now give me a Thieves' Tools check. 15. Um, boom, makes it, breaks it. Um, takes you a moment to just kind of get used to this. I think maybe you're... You kind of go at it thinking this is going to be nothing and it takes a while before you realize that this is a weird padlock um, and then you get the sense that it's a fucking really old padlock. Like, really old. Um, mm. And uh, the tumblers inside are just built different um, before you realize it's the same kind of mechanism. Click, click, and the thing... Uh, opens the catch on the padlock.
2: Well, this is exciting. We're in a literal gold mine. Almost.
4: I just step away.
5: <laughs> I did my job.
2: Scaredy cat. I'll just
0: open it myself. I'll just throw it open. Everyone roll me a d20. Let's find oh. out what's inside and whether it was worth it. <laughs> I was waiting for the d20 to
1: no part of this.
0: <laughs> you have found my random loot box <gasps> could be good could be awful
5: <clears throat> either way it's free
0: either so that way it's, it's free and 19 so the, I'm just going to do them in the order that you rolled them in oh no there's a 20 there first uh, 13 so this is the first thing you find in here is a um wow a silvered short sword with elven script carved into it and that <gasps> is uh pretty crazy actually um you would be able to read it and i'm gonna get you
5: oh my gosh that's so cool <laughs> uh,
0: i'm gonna get you what it says um oh yeah it says
5: do not open <laughs> this is a trap <laughs> is a, a
1: do not
2: open trap box sword <laughs> will eat your soul mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it says on it right um, it says the moon is my loyal companion uh, written in elven script down this uh, silvered short sword that is the Ooh. first thing in it El- anyone anyone that can read elven in fact um, so I just have to write this down So
5: I will just turn that over in my hands and then place it carefully in my back
0: okay okay so, I just helps itself to that. By the way, you guys rolled. It doesn't mean that it's like it magically appears in your hands. It's just I made each of you do a thing. Um, but yep, yeah, she the elf takes the uh, the elven silvered short sword. The second number that you rolled here was a nineteen, um, and this one should be interesting, <laughs> um, and that is uh wow more silver which makes sense this was a golden silver mine um there is a silver armband in here that looks like a snake eating its own tail uh, oh. yeah literally um silver armband uh snake
2: with, with the <clears throat> with the sword it was probably a if I what does this say and then with the armband is like Merlin this thing's probably magic what is it and then just hand it to Merlin
0: you mean I'll kind of check Merlin
4: 86
0: it's um, super not um, uh, magic oh. at all um, but <laughs> you probably do recognize this Ouroboros uh, thing um, It is. it expresses the unity of all things, uh, material, magical and spiritual uh, it's just a very nicely made silver armband uh, non-magical
4: can I just tell well it's magical anyway
0: absolutely what do you tell him it does?
4: Uh,
0: this is going <laughs> to get him killed one day.
2: I can't wait for him to be like, this is a uh, lightning-resisting <laughs> thing.
4: <And the laughs> got some stands in
2: the I will
4: tell oh, him. I, the lightning I have the I power. Will, I will tell him upon wearing this, this will give you loose bowel movement, so I would avoid wearing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well,
2: we'll just sell it then.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably worth a pretty penny. Uh, then you rolled hey, a fancy. nine. Um... You find a bottle, a small bottle of whiskey. It is an elven. Um,
4: Are you kidding me? Like one of those in the mini bar?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I now. find? Uh, I was going to go with. I uh, was going to go with. i slightly bigger than that, but now, no, it's a mini bar thing. But this thing is a 700 year malt. Uh, oh! Which means it's either going to be the most awesome thing you've ever drank if you were. Uh, or maybe one of the strongest Just weirdest things you've ever drunk um, mm. uh, If you're into whiskey Or probably again would fetch a decent price So that is a small bottle Of elven whiskey uh, 700 year old malt Pretty crazy <laughs> Last thing you find In here Is uh, Five um, and Is that last one? Yes 5 Um, wow. So maybe not worth doing all of this. Would have not been worth it if you brought the cave in. Um, I'm gonna give you the absolute truth here, by the way. By far, the most dangerous cavern in this whole thing um, was this one. Well, um, cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, and uh, also, based on random rolls, could have just been an uh, who knows how powerful you could have walked out of here, but instead, you get a ring that is magical. Um, Sticking with the uh, theme here, we're going to say it's a silver ring. Um, it is magical, and uh, Merlin, give me an arcana check. I won't make you do a, a, a detect magic though. Eighteen. Oh, you recognize these rings? These are kind of little. Um, they're expensive, but they're they're fun. They're the type of thing that like nobles might buy in like a big city or something like that. Um, usually, kind of just for. Um, I don't know just rich people messing around rich again is not crazy in this we're not talking like oh how lovely to see you there's none of these like insane rich level people but usually people that can afford trinkets like this um are the still the upper echelon this is a silver ring um that is again probably worth a decent amount of money but it's very simple it allows the wearer to change the color of their eyes and it can only be used oh. once a day. So that's what that does. A silver ring allows wearer to change the color of their eyes one day. Um,
4: Merlin would would tell uh, oh, fix that. That's what the uh, magical ring possesses.
0: There is a bunch of other stuff in here, but it's like old, worn. There are a bunch of papers that are just they just turn to dust in your hands. Um, you you can see that there are several. Um, what were probably once um just workman's clothes type of things that you might change in and out of um uh but again kind of just obliterated through age and time um these items however have have stood the test of time the box itself is actually pretty kind of uh old and worn and busted up um probably could have just beat it and it would have fallen apart but you don't want to do that in this cave um and, uh, yep, yeah, those are the four items. So I will put those in our group as well. Um, and uh, I will double check on all the prices if you were to sell each one as well. But you are still in here. So those items. And that's pretty much it. Again, there's a few bits in here that are presumably about 500 years old, if not older. Because that was the last time that the mine was uh, in use. What do you do next?
4: I say, now we go.
2: Yeah, once we're done emptying this thing out, I'll say, well, oh, to the victors go the spoils, and then I'll push the box out of the way. Now oh, let's Generally, get out of here. I am satisfied lo- with <laughs> this hall of loot.
0: <laughs> you uh, trundle on down the. Hall or the uh, the tunnel again, back past all of the creaking uh, wooden supports, the um, the echoes of small little stones falling behind you and your footfalls uh, echoing out in all the many different tunnels, and you head back towards the area of the cave where the hole was made for you to be able to safely move in and out of the cave itself and step outside now let me check on what time it is for there you there is
2: this path to the left we haven't explored this oh path- the
0: other two no. paths wow. will turns around again oh
5: god we're almost out and will <laughs> okay. goes but wait. As,
2: when, when we reach small. this intersection i'm just gonna point that way and say there could be more valuables left down here after the cave in
3: <laughs> more things to carry around
2: hey fair enough well yeah, I suppose it's nothing too crazy. But at the very least, if we end up needing to buy supplies, I think the whiskey and the silvers we just found will probably sell for a decent amount. But you're right; it's probably not worth dying in a cave in over this stuff. Let's just leave. All right. And I'll yeah.
3: What if we survive this? We can come back and we can search to your heart's content. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> if we survive this, we can come back and maybe die then. <laughs> yeah. I like the way you think.
3: Save the world first. Loot the cave later. <laughs>
0: Um yeah you step back out past the kind of crumbling entrance and back into that more reinforced uh, main entrance hall and uh, head back out into the um uh, uh the darkness of early morning it is um by your measure roughly around 5 5:30 a.m. somewhere around there um the town continues to be kind of pretty um pretty busy Um, The sounds of the town kind of moving up from the the lower levels of this city. Again, it's like a multi-plateaued thing surrounded by mesas with a wasteland desert all around it. Um, Here at night time under the moonlight, um, you don't have a a huge um, uh, view of the landscape or anything like that. But it certainly is kind of just a central thing in the middle of this uh, open relatively flat plains of uh uh, an area that is a desert again because nothing here grows not because of temperature um it would be pretty cold still um and the town kind of didn't really ever go to sleep but it certainly isn't the like crazy hustle and bustle of like a midday town it's still relatively quiet out here um you do know of a tavern in town that you guys headed past um, when you came up towards the area where the mole were the um, group that run this town pretty much partially uh, um, uh, military partially um, oldest people and also uh, elders of the descendants of the dandalo clan that first um, uh, built their uh, their um, tribe here and the um the the tavern really is just a huge, huge building with with beds if you wanted somewhere to rest. Um, alternatively, you you know the way out of town, and... Um, but I don't know where you're going to go. I would presume that you're heading towards Gores Point next. Um, and just because I know that it's really hard to remember everything and I had to work it out myself, um, it has been three days since... Um... Arias told you that he would be in Gorse Point in five days. Uh, uh, I'll I'll bring you over to the world map if you want, and let's work out that. Do you care? I don't know. This seems like the type of thing you should probably care about, so I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. just uh, help you work it out. So following the road out of Dandalo over to Nim, two and a half days, three days. going to take you four, maybe five days To get to Gore's point. Um, He said he would wait in Gore's point for a few days as well. Um, But you have that potential meeting. You don't have to go there. You can stand him up. You can go and do your own thing. You can go elsewhere. You can do all these other things. But that is just one of the things that uh, we had a timer on to remind you. Because it has been a long time in real life. It's hard to remember that stuff. But for you guys, it's been three days since you left um, Kira in character.
2: The ticking time bomb at Gore's Point. How many days would it take us if we went north by way of Gerfrida instead?
0: Oh, um, well, I'll give you—you you guys can use this map yourselves. Um, the uh, the um, ruler I- icon on the left. So each hex is about a day. Um, this is just based on average travel and like nothing goes wrong, or you don't get lost, or you know, crazy things happen. Um, and we're also essentially following the road, going off road can slow down your time and things, but generally speaking, um, you can turn snapping off that makes it a little easier as well um, you're going north to Kira, um, would be another three days to get to Kira, um, then you would be going off road if you were going straight through this kind of dense forest um, to Gores Point, alternatively going all the way up to, uh, follow the roads is another day, another day, three uh, four five six days go up and around through goreda
2: so six days instead of four if we went that road do, do we do we travel faster if we follow the roads as opposed to cutting through dense forests I'm assuming because
0: um if we go through you, forest
2: we'd maybe get lost or whatever
0: yeah the roads aren't amazing so actually technically no um the road is really just a kind of idea but what it does is it 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 reduces your chance of being lost or encountering worse things to be on the road, um, which obviously could very badly slow you down or completely ruin your entire travel experience or die, etc. So that's kind of how the road works in this. Uh, Being on a road kind, kind of lessens a lot of DCs when I'm rolling for you on the travel. It's mechanically what it does.
2: The minor travel inconvenience known as death. Yes, <laughs> I that, hate when it, that happens. That's
0: it's a very difficult place to live. Um, <laughs> he said the thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I don't know. I, me personally, I'm inclined to want to head by way of Gerfreda because personal reasons. But we could also just head straight to Gorse Point. I guess it's whatever the rest of the party is feeling but we should head east either way, I think. Mm.
5: I think if Will were to share that, we would... At least Fire would... be fine with taking the Gryffreda route.
3: Yeah, Fix is not looking forward to meeting with Arias, so yeah. they would be happy to put it off, I think.
2: So, we head east. We have to go to Ghost Point. But if at all possible, I'd like to take the long way around. Granted this will make us somewhat late for our meeting with Arias, but I have business in Gefreda that needs tending. I uh I have to deliver some unfortunate news to a man that lives there. And I can't dodge that responsibility any longer. And this will be the first time in our travels We've gone anywhere near there So I need to take advantage of it If that's okay with the rest of you
4: It's fine with me Hmm. I mean it's quite alright with me too But Arius uh, did mention Well if if we did not arrive um, Well upon the amount of days he gave us he He would not wait
2: This is true It's only going why? to make a difference of a day or two though
3: I thought he said he would give us a few days. He if did. we know what we have to do, why do we need to
2: right. see him anyway? That's that is the question, right? I'm I'm leaning the same way. I uh I'm still inclined to kill the crazy fool as soon as I see him.
4: He will die. Wait, did he mention he would give us extra time? I can't remember. He,
2: he said he would wait there a day or two. If he had to. What's that You're the one who told us what he said <laughs> But if I recall correctly He said He would arrive there in five days And he would wait for us for a few days So in reality we should have had Seven or eight mm-hmm. days Five plus however long he waits I'm we'll pretty fine, sure we I can I... still catch him And honestly If we inconvenience him in some way I'm not going to lose sleep over it
4: No, I'm not. If you guys want to blow week. him off?
5: All right, go ahead, Merlin.
4: Oh no, I was—I was just going to say I, I don't mind blowing him off a little bit. Make him wait.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. What if he finds a way to consolidate power, though? Oh, well.
2: I think that's a perfectly valid question, but if we really think about it fairly confident that him consolidating power is something he would have to do out in that lighthouse at the sea doubt there's anything in Gore's point that's going to give him such a huge advantage people people? there are
3: people in Gore's point right he's sustained pretty heavy losses up at Somers Point gives him a chance you to think... recruit
2: right you think he'll hire more swords?
3: I think whatever it is he thinks he's doing is something that people might find objectionable if they knew. And he would probably want something, a barrier there between anybody coming after him just to do what he's doing. What? What is he even doing? Who knows?
2: Therein lies the issue, right? We still don't know the only thing that causes me to perhaps hesitate slightly with just trying to kill him yeah at the very least in his own mind he's convinced that whatever he's doing is the right thing or the good of everybody but I'm still leaning towards the idea that he's just quite insane I think he's a puppet I think whatever entity it was in the mist that was steering our actions earlier has implanted some idea in his head and he thinks he's saving us all but in reality he's just serving some darkness he doesn't understand he was also willing to
3: end the lives a lot of we're doing
2: no it's not you don't see us going town to town butchering families and stealing their children
3: no but we are following something we don't understand
2: okay and We're, we're, we're all we're all walking blind here Fix. we don't know what we're walking into but the difference is we're not leaving a trail of death and destruction and broken I lives know. behind us he is I know. it's not the same
5: maybe not yet what if he started <sighs> fire what if he I'm long, not saying I'm going to start killing people no that's not what I was saying and I'm quite offended that you would even how dare you all
4: Think no, that it that's what I meant. I I didn't mean to come across that way.
5: I'm just kidding. You, you're probably right I, to think that. I was just going to say that. What if he started the same way that we did, and ended up the way that he did?
3: Yeah.
1: Who knows? Just a what fun thought it? that I
5: had.
2: I am by no means implying that we have all the solutions or that we're even doing the right thing right now we're just seeking answers
3: right I just think the more we're aware of our position the less likely we are to fall into the same trap right
2: right I don't disagree so where, where are you leading with this
3: I don't know, I just... I see what Arius is doing, and I know what he has done. I know we all want him to die. <laughs> but we need him to be alive, because we need to know what he knows. Just want to make sure we know who we are, and why we're doing this.
2: more answers to figure out on the road something something tells me we're really not gonna see the actual truth behind all this until we reach that lighthouse in the sea when we reach the dark tower Do I'm you imagining want to things stop will be the laid plain there How does one stop the mist any more than one stops gravity? I'm still not sure what stopping the mist implies. You mean remove it, burn it from this land?
3: You heard what Merlin's friend said. Things are set in motion already. In doing what we've done, we are on a pathway. Is that what we want? Arias wants to put an end to the mist, right? That's what he said. And we seem to be working opposite to him, and yet reaching the same goal. It's just... I don't know. I can't connect the dots. I can't make sense of it in my head. It's just all I can think about at the moment
2: it's because you don't have all the dots fixed I know you're trying to connect and draw a picture you're solving a puzzle but you're missing too many key pieces and I I feel you're driving yourself kind of mad here's the thing if we wanted to remove the mist entirely and so did Arius, fair enough but why? what's the motive? I for one would like to have clean air and sunshine but Arius he clearly has a deeper motive than that he's tampering with forces that he doesn't understand he's willing to ruin other people's lives over it he's quite convinced that seeking this power is his right so while our end goals might be somewhat similar the way we're going about it is quite different and i'm not convinced that simply removing the mist is all he wants to do he wouldn't and have what gone if so we're far all out just of his way
3: puppets and something is controlling knowing fix, what we uh, want I'm deep gonna, inside i
2: want to put both hands on fix's shoulders fix <laughs> Answers in time You're simply going to drive yourself mad Asking these questions To which we don't have the answers How do I
3: know we're not already mad? All of us We don't I'm sorry, I'm sorry I've been following On this path for so long And I still have no clue What I'm doing And I came here for very different reasons
2: let me, uh Let me ask you a question You've been following this for 20 years Right I've been following it for about A month So I I can't really relate It's had a much longer time to take its toll on you But How close have you ever been before? To what? Reaching the end of all this, figuring out the answers, catching arias you name it, all of it, whatever you're trying to accomplish, how close have you ever gotten before? I dare say probably not this close, but right on the edge. When we get to that lighthouse, hopefully all the answers we're looking for will be out there and you can finally put your mind at ease, but in the meantime, stop torturing yourself, it's not helping. I'm not going to tell you to relax, because... We shouldn't be relaxing, really. Take a breath, and focus. Alright, the end is inside. Exactly what that end is, I don't know. Neither does Arius. Neither do any of us. But we'll deal with it together when we get there. So, try to keep your mind in one piece, so when we do get there, you can help us out, yeah?
3: Yeah. Good.
5: You're just saying what we're all thinking. I hope you know that.
4: Agreed. You're not alone.
1: No,
2: All of the questions you ask are quite valid. Trust me. I just...
3: I've just... I've seen... this thing inside me, the way it resides in the mist, and I'm terrified that doing what we're doing is gonna set those creatures loose here things we have no understanding of
5: you're right (laughs) I wish I had something better to say but you're right and and we don't know
3: and there's nothing you can say and I know
5: but what are the options right now I mean we can stop
2: here are the options. We see this through to the end, and we make those decisions ourselves when the time comes, or we let somebody else do it, and then you hope that whatever they do works out in everyone's best interests. Now, you tell me. Do yeah, you want to leave? The if anybody
3: of has to do this, I'd rather it be us. Right. I just wish it didn't have to be, you know?
2: I spent years marching around and following orders while other men made all the decisions I just swung the sword at the end of the day we just did what we were told had very little agency very little impact I'm done with that no more we can't just we can't just leave this to Arias or some other individuals, whoever wants to interfere it has to be us
3: You know, you and I are, believe it or not, very alike. I spent many years not wanting to think for myself. Being afraid to make the decisions that I let my family make for me because I didn't trust myself. And now we're out here having to make those decisions ourselves and have any of us ever had to make these decisions before? Have any of us been in this position of leadership?
5: Not real leadership, no.
2: I'd say I have, but the stakes have never quite been this high.
3: Terrifying.
2: And to answer your question, or observation, can't say I have, no. I've never met anyone who's quite so polar opposite to me while also being quite so similar Let's hit the road Arius can wait an extra day or two because truthfully when we sail out into that ocean go to this tower we don't know what we're going to find and even if we do finally get the answers we're looking for out there we might not like them and the reality is it may be a one-way trip who knows so before that happens I have one last affair that I need to set in order I have to I have to visit Lyra's parents in go Freda and tell them what happened to her my one last responsibility as a normal person
4: and we support you of course in this will we'll go with you
2: feels so strange tackling monsters and darkness and death and magic and all that and yet the most frightening thing I've had to do is go talk to the girlfriend's dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah makes no sense does it
5: oh it makes a lot of sense
2: but I have to do that and once that's done I can essentially toss away the final remnants of what I used to be and we can go out to this tower and we can bring this whole thing crashing down and see what happens
3: don't don't toss away the remnants of who you used to be you need those it's what made you who
4: you are today
3: just you might be right keep them safe somewhere. Inside
2: you I'll keep them safe with my other three selves So what could go wrong
3: Let's the Three protectors
0: uh, Is the plan to head straight out?
2: How long has it been uh, since we slept? I can't remember
0: um, We didn't, probably we didn't a while. Yeah you we had a bridge. rest um, it would have been... Let me just see how far away that bridge is. Um, you probably would have had a, another rest between the bridge and Dandolo. Um So it would have been... Came into town... Uh, kind of like midnight. So it's been about... Five, six hours since then. Um, and then you would have done a full... Uh, walk, which is usually around eight hours. So it has been... 14 hours, plus a fight, plus the exhaustion mm-hmm. from the strength thing. So probably yeah,
5: the strength thing is
0: pretty long freaking time.
5: Yeah. Do we want to stay at the tavern and then head out?
4: After? Yeah,
1: we I could don't do that.
4: That's a bad oh. idea. Getting some rest could do us some good.
2: We could do that, or we could head back to our favorite bridge. We could be trolls under the bridge again.
4: Mm.
2: Bridge is like a day no, away. I think having actual yeah. beds a nice change of base.
4: Are you hungry, Merlin? Well, I didn't want to have to bring it up, but you know me—I'm well, always hungry now. More especially now that I'm dead.
2: <laughs> I'll tighten my helmet. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll go get you something, or I'll get you something, I don't know, something from the pub, maybe. Try
4: to find you a a pig head or something. I don't want to come across too picky, you know? know, Whatever they have. You can be as picky as you want. (gasps) You spoil me, Fire.
5: It's part of my job.
0: Yeah, I think you uh, you guys head uh, down towards the kind of market area, towards um, the center of this town where the um, the tavern is. Uh, looking at stalls, checking out any of the like fresh uh, huntsman stalls that are being set up very early in the morning for any kind of fresh kills and things like that. Um, and it's probably a good place for us to go to a short break here. Um, when we come back. Uh, we'll probably rejoin you after a long rest? Yeah. Or a short rest? Yeah, That's long what rest. Long, uh, rest, huh? long yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, short break here, a few minutes, and then when we return, we'll uh, head out back on the road again. Thanks for watching. See you in a few. Welcome back. Um, sorry, Bri, what was your question?
5: Um, I had just asked Brad if we had caved in that area, would it have been most likely death?
0: I'll and he you. said,
5: I'll answer that live.
0: Yeah, it's just <laughs> Which doesn't make me it was feel the good. the end of the ad break video yeah, that I yeah. have. Um, so the way that that worked for those of you DMs out there that are interested in trying to kill your party but don't want to just pull the entire thing down on them and kill them immediately um there were ways around it i didn't know what you were gonna do i assume that probably you would probably do some mage hand bullshit and make it easy for yourselves um uh but if not you can do acrobatics checks to get around the edges of the thing um with uh, there were like four different dc levels with different things that could go wrong um but if you essentially anything that led to you to cause uh a cave-in Everyone would have had to make um, uh, dex saving throws to jump or run out of the cavern in time or else you take 5d10 bludgeoning damage from the falling rocks and debris and anyone reduced to 0 H- HP wouldn't have been um, killed but would have been trapped under the debris so you'd have had to make further athletics checks to move debris off of them. Um, Just out of curiosity. 33. <laughs> uh, so it would have been bad but not to... Horribly, horribly bad. Um, and uh, fun fact when I ran my first ever campaign, which was called The Mind Harvest, which was in a kind of basically this setting, but I, I rewrote everything for this campaign, there was a character in it called vain Wolf Child, and he punched a wall and brought a cave in on himself and killed <laughs> and TPKed the party and ended the campaign. Um, so the character Wolf Wolfchild is a nod to that him being in this cave is a nod to that and they were in a town called Dandelos so it's all just stupid little nods to a stupid thing that no one cares about except for maybe me and three people who remember uh, that first ever campaign I ran years and years and years ago so um, just stupid things there's so many of them no one will ever know welcome to how I DM so uh, you let's rejoin you all merlin will have eaten some you would have found him something um mm-hmm. you would have stayed a night at the um inn. uh mark off uh let's say two gold um from wherever you whoever is your accountant at the moment um <laughs> you mark off two gold for just like food and and rooms uh, or a room or whatever it is Um, that's just the general going rate and plus the fact that you would have had some specialty meat uh, some brains for your um, Um, undead creature that's following you around Um, and uh, it will be we'll probably say it will be um, because you would have had to go in and eat and everything as well Uh, plus the do you guys need 8 hours of rest? What is this with the rules of this party? Who Are any of you I just I just meditate. You, you meditate? He, he just needs to eat. Merlin needs to eat. Uh do you I need. You need A-L. the full 8 and then
2: pretty sure I follow normal human sleeping rules. So right. yeah, normal 8 hours.
0: Let's say it has been uh 10 hours then. So, it'll be the middle of the day by the time you guys um, have eaten food, woken up, maybe eaten more food, and packed your things um, and headed out. You would have stayed the night and in And resummoned
3: Vita.
0: The... Yep, Vita's back. Um... My boy.
5: Does he show up? Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what the hell? He what you think? He use me as a decoy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, Vita. I don't think has those kinds of feelings. Um Aww. He uh, for the best he is just absolutely uh beholden to fix in a way Goodest that is good boy yeah <laughs> I, love um, him so I think well. he just he's like okay that happened what are we doing now um <laughs> you know he's like one of those kind of uh, like a little puppy right yeah, like a dog He's like a puppy they you know just he can re-summon him um you uh you guys would have stayed at this uh this um this tavern in Dandalo. it's known as the tusk it's kind of like a huge viking longhouse essentially with uh lots of flags and sigils along it that um that are reminiscent of um tribal culture with the Dandalo clan being the uh the central pillar of this town um there is uh it's a weird building with a tower in it um it has like a Uh, a workshop inside of it as well with people fixing their wares and weapons and armor um, as well as lots of tables with people um, playing cards and smoking that leaf of the sand that sweet smell constantly Um, you guys would have eaten food here Um, they do a lot of uh, uh, sweet foods they've got things like nutmeg here because it's kind of the only things that they can grow in this kind of environment Um, so they have a lot of uh, like cinnamons and things like that um so there's quite a lot of sweet things they have brandy as well which is a local kind of specialty um so you guys would have had this evening at this essentially like a huge kind of um, viking longhouse. um decent food decent drinks um and then you would have been given uh, there's really only a common room here so a very simple looking thing with a simple cot to stay in and sleep in um and uh By the time morning rolls around, or well, not morning, I guess by the time you've finished your long rest, and it is the, uh, center of, um, it'll be around, it would be 10 hours would be about half past four in the afternoon, 4.30, and, um, let's see how much daylight you have on this here day, a lot, um, yeah, this is, uh, it's been light for six hours already and uh you would see Dandalo, i think for the first time by daylight um which would be interesting maybe um these kind of can i
3: ask what the light patterns have been so far because at first it was like an hour of daylight and then i think you said it got longer but then it got shorter again for a little bit and Mm -hmm. now it's longer correct right
2: is it because we're out here in the desert maybe they get more sunshine maybe we are you, further from the mist, that might
0: be it. You you definitely um uh, anybody that would have been awake or uh would be uh not sleeping up until this point would notice that it got light around uh um ten a.m. Um but it remains light most of the time while you've been uh traveling down here uh it has been about six hours five or six hours of daylight kind of just flipping between four and six most of this campaign um it has hit uh about eight hours of daylight today um you maybe have about two hours left of daylight before uh, during this travel time mm. as you guys pack up your things and uh potentially head out of town um, is there anything else you're doing in the town? You can do the quick buying stuff as well, but I think you kind of did it, so um up to you. You've bought up all the potions, I think. Which is usually the main thing that you want to buy, right?
2: Yeah, just the, the usual buy them out of stock on all right. the healing potions.
0: Um, I, Actually, I, can't I will think take of some time to
4: craft anything. some if I can.
0: Yeah, do you have stuff? What do you have?
4: I think i maybe have just enough for a regular potion of healing not the greater
0: a regular potion of healing uh yeah because you had a few um a few bits yeah um i just wonder because I, I know you oh, oh no we did all the other ones didn't we at once i remember i think Yeah. right so um yeah so you need to make me um a herbalism kit Roll, please, you have to beat 16. what a 12, yeah. Bam, uh, you make um, with that, a uh, that is a is it you're up to a greater potion of healing now? Or what do we bump you up to? where I have a million things open Ooh. for this one today. Um, uh.
4: I mean, I do have the greater potions of healing, but I think I need mushrooms for that
0: all Not of sure your I... potions that you the ones that you buy are just standard healing oh. potions um <laughs> and then there is um the next one up i can't remember if it's a, yeah it is a greater healing so normal healing potions do 2d4 plus two um you craft with foraging now and your skill greater healing potions so it's important to oh. differentiate them because they do 4d4 plus four um so you have one of those I'm gonna go ahead and assume it's the only one you have.
4: Yep, yeah, it's the only one.
0: Uh, and all of the other potions, wherever whoever is holding on to how many potions you have, or how many each of you have, I can't remember what who's doing. I think what. we
3: distributed them.
0: So those would be normal healing potions. Um, but remember that Merlin makes greater healing potions. You can forage to um, find the ingredients and craft one of those uh, per day on a on a travel rest. Um, so, you make one of those greater healing potion, uh, And, um... Let's say you head out of town, I guess. Um, now, again, pretty... Pretty simple. Um, your plan is to practically retrace your steps, or are you going to try and take that shortcut through um, the... Uh, what's it called? What did I call them in the... Uh, there is a twin the twin rocks that you can move through that reduces your travel time by a significant amount it's 3 days to kira um, by following the road heading to the bridge and heading up along the desert or it's uh a day and a half a little over just to get if you take the shortcut that um, you were told about out of here's the here's
2: the thought here's the mm-hmm. thought that could potentially get us all killed as well what if we took a straight shot to garethrider from here
0: Absolutely, you can do that. Um, it's just super like off-roady stuff. Um, there's absolutely no telling what's in the, um, the deep forests there. Um, it's the thickest forest um, on the mainland that isn't uh, uh, belonging to the the elves down by the Irish tree, um, and it is huge. Uh, but you are.
1: If, well, if you're a good enough ranger it.
0: and you want to do it, you, you do not have to follow roads here. Um, if you want to just go from dandalo to Gifreda, you it's going to take you... I mean, judging by that, if you just made a straight shot, didn't encounter anything, didn't not, didn't get lost, nothing went wrong, it's only going to take you about, let's say, four days. Because it's so if
2: we did it that way, in theory, we get all the way to Gafreda, and we're not even late for our appointment with the riders if we don't all die.
0: And if you are a Gambling party or not?
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking about the you know, options yeah. here. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's absolutely doable. Um, you, everyone, give me an insight check, um, and you, and and add and add them together. Uh, you have to beat uh, 25. I think you've already done it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You all are hyper aware of something. You are too strong all of you over the and the conversation you would have had the night before you're just noticing that Will's obviously got an element to him where he's aside from normal um he has the ability to like almost literally bifurcate an ogre with a single massive swing of a a a, standard longsword it's kind of crazy but each of you have seen magics and you've, e- you've seen wizards cast fireballs you've seen um, people um, uh, contact people from across the land it's insane you've seen all these crazy things but compared to how you were before you first went into the mist you are all probably aware now maybe a little bit that you're stronger than you were um, and a little a little OP, honestly I think you are noticing and and again, I want you to I don't want to lead your thoughts and it's how you guys want to interpret it and you don't have to, depending on how egotistical your character might be, I guess but um, you certainly probably have a sense that each of you maybe you don't notice it yourself I think sometimes when we get stronger or we get, you know, whatever, we grow. You don't always notice it. But I think the other three members in your party, you would notice that they're just doing stuff sometimes. And you're like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Like, Fire is making shots that were... that She was really good with, like, a bow and arrow, but now she's making, like, insane shots sometimes. And you're like, wow, that is so accurate. And her fingers are not even, like... She's not even maybe even pulling the the bow strings correctly. She's kind of half-assing shots, and they're better than you've ever noticed fixes summoning up spells so much quicker and enchanting so much faster Um, it's almost, you're not even having to think about it. Um, Merlin is quite literally imbued with the power of the void and can can boost and enhance all of his spells should he wish kind of comes with those same twisted wish rules though, Um, but still Merlin is pulling up these huge um, flames and uh, obviously Will is doing the things that Will does And I think you probably would notice that you guys are stronger um, than you were. And you're you're not... No one's saying that you guys are superhuman or anything. You're still fighting with these dwarves, for example. And there are points where you you get hit, you bleed, that kind of thing. Um, You're not blurring around people at super speed and stuff like that. But you're just noticing that you're slightly quicker. Those dwarves that you guys took out... You might have had your asses handed to uh, you the first time round and that was more circumstantial than anything else you were already exhausted it was kind of a one versus four situation at first they were so much more brutal than i think anyone was expecting from a simple bar fight and um that's one thing but the the most recent fight you whipped the shit out of them um and it should not have really been that easy even with the jump on them and that kind of thing these those were a really tough set of men that would really kind of uh you know you, what? You wouldn't normally ever want to encounter them. Um, any of you before this would certainly have probably rather not ever have to deal with them under any circumstances. And honestly, you kind of whip the fuck out of them. Um, and I don't know how much your characters interpret that, but you're certainly stronger and more capable. Now, I'm not saying you can wander into this forest and encounter an ancient gold dragon and you'll just fucking slap him and he'll walk away crying uh, with his towel between his legs. But I will say that I think it's fair that you guys notice that you are stronger. Now, we outside of this, mechanically, we know you're leveling up, but some of that is relative, um, and that's just kind of how I GM. Um, it's not really always that you're clearly leveling up compared to everyone else in the world. A lot of the world is just relative to you as you level up. Um, but I think in this instance, there's certainly a dissonance to that. Um, and while you guys are growing stronger, um, it, you're starting to notice a slight... Like it's, it's ridiculous. You've been on the road, I think, for a month together, and uh, you are just obviously stronger. Some of you are concerned that you're going mad, and maybe that's just all it is. You're just crazy, and you kind of like um, insanity drunk. Um, but I will say that much. Uh, I kind of romp through this forest just isn't as intimidating as it should be for you if you don't want it to be that is what what
2: i'll say the main takeaway from all this is that there's a gold
0: dragon in the forest Mm -hmm.
2: there's (laughs) a gold dragon
5: in the forest (laughs) 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 that's all i heard that's all i heard him say over and over the whole time
0: i'll tell you this much if there is a golden dragon in that forest it is not a combat encounter Unless you really want it to be because <laughs> you'd be in trouble. It's even cooler. Um, oh but um a friendly. I think they live dragon. in water as well, maybe I'm wrong, but well. that, that could be traditional D D stuff. I'll make up whatever I want. Um the <laughs> um no, it's a it's a forest of random encounters. Um and you guys have seen the level of random that can be. Um, but it is certainly a forest of random encounters. But um I think it's just a thing for you to consider in character maybe um usually a a romp through this forest would seem crazy but it's up to you whether you want to interpret the fact that you guys are certainly slightly stronger than you maybe should be you might just notice it it's this isn't a thing where superman's discovering his powers and he crushes a can in his hand and he rips a car door off by accident but i certainly think that you will notice after we've seen so much travel from you all and we fast forwarded through most of it and we see that in a single dice roll, um, but you guys have spent days on the road and probably noticed that you can push yourselves an hour longer than you could and things like that. Um, not trying to influence you in any way, just letting you know. We've <laughs> mm-hmm. done that a I, lot today. I know, but I think I think I think D and D parties spend a lot of time very scared of the unknown. Yeah, and I and I want you to know and justify in character somewhat that you uh, you're you're probably finding through this campaign that stuff is less scary or maybe stuff yeah. that you would be scared of you're not scared of aka mm. a very rough powerful dwarf who is you know borderline an expert veteran warrior and you kind of just wipe the floor with them um, in what was essentially uh, an equal footing battle in the second round so um, um yeah but you also kind of um, uh, fire you had that one on one with the other elf and maybe you Mm -hmm. in in that um, you had the one on one with each other and probably noticed things like that as well I think it it makes sense for characters like you guys who would concentrate on things like your abilities and uh, and combat you're all trained in one way or another whether it be spells or um, swords and shields and things so you certainly I think would notice those things you're almost like competitively good um, at these things um, so I just want to give you some um, context because, and this is DM to players players are always way more shit scared than they need to be but also this is a fucked setting and everything's fucking scary and I don't know whether you will encounter an ancient mm-hmm. golden dragon in there because it is random dice rolls and yeah. I have a big random table of things.
5: Do we feel lucky?
0: But what I mean yes. to say I think is at this point nothing is impossible for you lot also will almost quite literally has the ability to summon up wishes um Mm -hmm. which is pretty insane um and uh if he wanted to just blow 10 sanity points he could be like what ways the way out and you know if he wanted to do stuff like that he could do that too um hey maybe even the rest of you could or maybe it would be absolutely ridiculous to try um, who knows? Just gonna bring some more fear back in for you. So as mm-hmm, you guys thanks. are heading out of the town here of Dandalo passing through all of these merchants, um, you know more of these guys that rush up to you and try and sell you things. Seeing that you're like outlanders, um, you uh, are discussing the possibilities. You can make a you can make a shortcut to Kira. You can make a straight up shortcut straight through the forest to Gifreda. Um Very much uncharted territory. Gofreda through that um, forest it's just kind of pointless I think for a lot of people but rangers and druids and people more akin to that kind of thing which um, maybe you could say um, Merlin and fire have some expertise in I won't give you any mechanical expertise but there might be times that you can justify to leverage that Um, you guys are from a forest Um, I don't think rangers would be petrified it's not like a haunted demonic evil forest necessarily even though they all kind of are um, that's it. That's my context for you. What are you doing? What's the plan?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm realizing quickly that that maybe I should be more scared than I am, instead of just running into everything. I'm not um, saying you but... guys are
0: invulnerable or anything like that, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but um, but I think um, this would seem like a crazy idea a month ago, but now, did mm-hmm. that gamble? maybe is less of a gamble, I don't know. Well, I the think it's a,
2: it's a no-brainer uh, that we, we take the desert shortcut back. Because last time we took the long way around. But mm. this yeah, time yeah, going so. into it, we're all we're all rested, full up, fresh, and even if there is a fight or a danger of some sort here in the desert, we're equipped to handle it now. So I'd say we push through the... Uh, we take the, the Twin Rock shortcut at the very least, mm-hmm. and then from there we could decide whether to go north to Kira or take a shortcut, or even... We could even follow the river on the south side to Gerfreda and not have to follow this road all the way up here out of the way. But we could decide that when we get there. I'd right? say so we start by just getting through yeah. this rock shortcut.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's get to the forest,
0: right? Um, yeah, so, you so uh, northeast
2: through this pass to the road here, I suppose.
0: Yeah, Twin Rock uh, shortcut <coughs> off um, through this wasteland. Um, maybe we like we see one of you like grab somebody aside and ask them the. Um, if they have any idea of the, uh, that shortcut through Twin Rock, they kind of they give you a couple of weird landmarks um, and uh, essentially point you in the direction, telling you um, to essentially head somewhat northeast. Um, once you find those Twin Rocks, you'll have a straight shot over towards where the road is as long as you continue um, in the right direction. So you guys will head out of town then in this direction up towards uh, the Twin Rock and another day of uh travel begins rest this time food uh, in belly brains in belly and uh you uh you will need to roll me some checks uh, of course Yay. so merlin first i'm assuming is going to be foraging for things and stuff yes uh, and is anyone else specialising in any particular thing on the way out here, and we'll roll dependent on uh, on that.
3: I want to make sure that we're not being followed by anyone trying to retaliate for the dwarf thing.
0: Okay, that's a scouting roll, but don't do it yet.
2: Um, I will probably focus on navigation as usual to make sure we don't get lost. Question mark. Unless we don't need to do that here because it's all wide open.
0: You have to do it way more than if you were on a road. Uh, it's much easier okay, yeah, to get lost because you're kind of just heading into a wasteland and while on the map here it looks like a short amount when you're down on the ground and especially yeah. since you only have two day, two hours of daylight um, eventually you are just going to be in just a flat plain of what feels like desert um, okay. pretty, pretty I'll I will help Will with sure...
2: that. yeah we don't want to get lost in a desert so I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on finding that twin rock landmark to make sure we don't get off course All right.
3: and Vita would be scouting ahead for trouble
0: Okay, so um, perception um, from Vita and uh, Fix, and then survival from everyone else, please. As you head out into the. Uh, <laughs> not looking
4: good. It ain't Bye. Looking good. not looking good, guys. This was fun, guys. Wow, is that a
0: complete <laughs> fail? <Wow. laughs> oh, my
4: oh my god. <laughs> Every time. Is that an
0: absolute party fail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: What? Brad, have some confidence in yourselves. The party,
0: the party. Brad,
2: this, you're Warts. the one who just gave us the whole. Sandworms? About going to the desert? and going
0: to <laughs> No, the you're right. And you're fight right. Everything
2: swallowed, you're swallowed, by sandworms. I'm sorry.
0: I am going. <laughs> and then we all die. <laughs> I am. Very, you did this. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no way you're not going to run into something. I'm just not A even going to roll for it. Let's just. Uh, <laughs> that is so uh, epic. <laughs> that failure from everyone. Everyone fails on all those things. But obviously, you don't know this in character. You kind of head. Mm-hmm. Um, out. We
3: think we're doing great.
0: Head yeah. on out into this desert. Um, so we're feeling
2: very inspired for some let's reason.
0: See, yeah, how badly this goes. It takes Listen to some
3: nice music.
0: Um, in the tavern. it takes uh several hours as you head in what is probably the correct direction um, during the daylight hours here. But as the sun begins to set, um, it becomes a little more difficult for you to. To navigate uh, in the correct directions. It's also just very difficult to move across this terrain. Um, even when you were probably coming into town with the road, uh, this is just uncomfortable. Everything here is uncomfortable. The wind constantly kicks up sand and dirt and little stones into your face, scratching your skin. The ground is so uneven, in places giving way to just soft earth that makes your feet stick. Um, the... It is pretty much just a flat plain. We're not even talking minor hills. Eventually, you walk out onto what feels just like a... Almost like a salt flat. Just this open, wide expanse. And then the sun fully sets. The moon starts to rise, giving you an idea of your direction. But you're having to constantly just drag yourselves forward. Um, let's have... Who's... Who would be the most... The furthest ahead that isn't Vita, because he yeah who that isn't Vita.
2: I <laughs> think it was just me and Fire kind of collectively trying to navigate and both failing.
0: All right, both of you roll me a d twenty. Lowest number is the least lucky.
4: Oh no! Oh
1: no! <laughs> 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 wow! Mm. The
0: odds
1: are- Am well, I
0: feeling well? Okay. Well. I'm gonna roll my own. If this is if this is uh, under a ten. You, Maybe
2: we both take half the damage or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if
0: this is under a 10, you both suffer the consequences of a thing. If
2: no. Not, it is not. Okay, <gasps>
0: roll again. Both of you roll again. Only one of you <laughs> suffer the thing. <gasps> Fire. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh,
2: thank God. That's it's Trevor's.
0: <laughs> Kinda is tremors.
2: No, Next, no. Babe, you'll be fine.
0: You, um, you are walking forwards. All of you are moving forward. You're maybe spread out a little. Fire, uh, naturally taking the, the uh, lead, the scouting position, moving a little further ahead, outside of, um, your dark vision for the most part. Every now and then you catch a glimpse of her moving. Uh, every now and then she reports back. Um, fire, however, at one point, you are moving across this horrible uh, wasteland, this kind of desert, these salty sand stuff underfoot, um, when there is something, uh, underfoot uh, that gives way. You don't, you probably don't even see it. Um, the there is just an enormous hole in the ground that comes up underneath you as you're moving along and you put one foot down and it goes a little too far before your natural instinct to dodge back kicks in. There is a chittering sound and a... K- k-
1: <laughs>
0: and... Um, from underneath you, coming up out of this enormous hole in this wasteland... Is a giant mm-hmm. ant. And,
5: oh, fuck and, you. Uh, like, an antlion!
0: It is not an antlion, but uh, oh. I wish it was. Um, no. No. Let's see where you would be. You would be here. <laughs> will will put there. Merlin and Vita will put here. I'm going to bring you over to this uh, battle map and you can fight five giant ants. Everyone five. roll me some initiative, please. Oh, oh,
5: oh I, don't, I don't like where I am. <laughs> Fire, you are <laughs> en-
0: engaged with one, but you are a rogue. So, uh, uh, probably a good thing that I'm Will didn't die. do this, but because uh, you might have fallen in. Um let's uh yeah as soon as you said see. deck
2: save I was like this sounds like a job for anyone else
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I will roll for these guys and I'm gonna give them colors each uh I rolled for this random encounter for you on the break rather than mm. uh, doing it the other way around just so you know so and... that whole
3: speech was just bait <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. no it, it was purely just if you failed your uh, uh-huh. stuff spectacularly. Normally, I would have you roll almost all of this stuff um, yourself, but I thought we we're kind of running a little short on time. I will do some of it for you and you roll Thank you. for a combat encounter with five Yay. giant ants. They will go on initiative 10. Which means fire fire as you look down uh, and uh, um, and realize and your dark vision kicks in and you see this huge hole in the ground in front of you in this desert these um huge segmented legs this massive segmented body these antenna come up maybe one of them uh runs across your <laughs> leg as these Uh, enormous giant ants begin to move up, just naturally moving towards a thing that's moving around near their uh, little base, their little hive here. This thick chitin all over their bodies, serrated mandibles snap at you as they move up out of this thing. Climbing up the walls of the other sides of the hole here, you see um, four more of them. Um, We can assume you shout this back to the others and and take a kind of... uh, Giant ants offensive position and it is your turn first what are you doing me <laughs> yes oh.
5: oh i'm gonna disengage and i'm gonna run i'm gonna go 30
4: feet back there
0: all right just um, to get away from the hole will do I you know. have disadvantage on initiative am i crazy
2: uh, that is with the disadvantage. I still got to say, I rolled a sixteen and a twenty.
0: Okay. Yep. Just trying to remember my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh. you,
2: you actually you actually set it to auto auto roll it. Oh so yeah, it, I remember. Rolled, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: both. yeah. Sick. So the number turns green. Grant. I love that guy, dude. I swear. <laughs> <He> <laughs> the is, number so. is green
2: because it it saw the twenty, but it lowered it to the correct number, so a seventeen is accurate.
0: Yeah, I love me not on three hours sleep like today mm-hmm. so <laughs> you uh roll out away. the way did you say you're firing a weapon
5: and uh well uh i use my bonus action to disengage and then i use my movement so yeah i'll i'm gonna shoot my short bow um, um
2: yeah sorry not not to be that guy just for clarification um did we skip like the first four turns in the turn order for this
0: no. I see, oh, I read. I fucking. That is why you asked whether it was the thing, and this is also why. Okay, I made a rule three years ago: never to have
5: two people with the same <laughs> two yeah, people yeah, with the same are. fucking letter. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so DMs. I do nothing.
0: DMs of the Sorry, world. That's why I wanted to stop. Never this. allow it. <laughs> if they have the same letter at the beginning of their name, two. make them change it forever. Time. That's all it Goes takes. backwards. You have two of the same letters. Yeah. Probably I, um, I moonwalk back to where I was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Fix. And
1: I, I, and it I, was I say just giant some ants in DM
5: reverse bullshit. No, 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 so I was no, like, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, oh. Absolutely I'm going to
0: couldn't question me on that shit. <gasps> okay. Right. Uh if uh, it's, this is a random encounter, I I yeah, this is not something where I set up a fucking shadow demon that's going to come out and deliver a bunch of serious law drops on you. These are just five ants that are hungry. <laughs> um, what do you do, Fix? She shouts, um, you see them. I would say that really you can only see this first one here. Um, yep. Uh, but That's she does say ants, plural, as this one crests the top of the uh, the uh, ground hole hive thing that they have. Is that what ants live in? What do they live in? Ant hills? Well, this is, ant a hole. Hills? Ant hills. This is yes. an ant hole. <laughs> this is, it's an, an inverted anthill. Ant <laughs> There's something else down there. But they live yeah, in. Yeah, like
5: little colonies.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I made the map as a random map and then the animals that lived in it was also random, so... Mm-hmm. Welcome um, to... There's probably a huge warren of shit underneath where you're standing right now. Right? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No? Okay, it's, well... It's it's done enough. Almost it's definitely done enough. what's happening, so... <laughs> Fix, what would you like to do?
3: I uh, immediately cast Hex with my right hand uh towards the red ant and then uh fire two eldritch blast you hear that like that deep ice cracking sound come from my arm as a uh, two blasts just like shoot out and whistle past between will and fire just right past your ear um so let's see if they do anything
0: what are you uh, hexing you have to pick up um tribute.
3: yeah the uh, constitution I'm going something wild this time. Um, it's eleven and a fifteen,
0: An eleven and a fifteen. The fifteen hits. I think the eleven hits as well. But you see it hit the chitin on this thing, and you realize that these like they're basically wearing plate armor. You know, like not well, not really, but they're wearing thick. They're they're the hard part of the ant. The chitin is a very very thick looking shell, and uh, you deal eight uh damn force damage and four necrotic damage 12 damage in total yeah i think um fire like this thing appears you see it suddenly hit by that force damage you recognize the sound and the effect of one of fixes eldritch blasts uh striking this creature the other one hits it but doesn't really seem to affect it too much what else do you want to do fix uh you have movement really
3: yep um and i will i'm gonna move Just in front of Merlin, behind Will here.
0: Okay. Will's turn.
2: Okay. Uh, The ground right next to where Fire is standing. uh, Does is this spot stable looking? Like, can I stand there?
0: Uh, stable enough. Yeah, we'll say. Uh, You get the idea that if like, if if Fix hit it with like a. Eldritch blast—it'd probably give way, but it's stable enough certainly that you can stand on right now.
2: Okay, uh, I'll, I'll move a little closer because I probably can't see it from where I'm standing. So I'll move. Up you won't
0: right be—you won't step on it and fall in. I'll say that much. <laughs> but if you, okay. uh, I'm, I'm, if you hit the ground. How this hole? Uh, give me a uh, investigation. No, give me a perception check. No, give me an investigation just... check. And what is your um, maximum range of uh, dark vision? Are you sixty? It
2: is it's a 60 footer dark vision uh 17 on the investigation roll
0: right so uh this is a 30 foot hole at the very bottom of it you can see a bunch of sand and like that's where the the anthill is it down in this thing with a bunch of little holes and and, uh, sticks and things uh, uh, probably covered in like like eggs, just horrible eggs, okay. all over it.
2: Oh, I'm going to. I want to observe a couple of things here. <laughs>
0: hmm.
2: Number one, they're they're conveniently in a nice little fireball pattern, so I don't want to be in the middle of it. You're welcome. Uh,
4: well, wow, you but, already know what I'm gonna do.
2: But also, I'm kind of like I don't want to see somebody get dragged over the edge and eaten. So I'm actually gonna spend my turn grabbing fire and pulling her away from the edge before she gets swarmed. Because we don't need that in our lives. Um, so I don't know if it takes my action to do it or whatever, but I'm, I'm grabbing fires. Mean, if she's fires. being
0: willingly moved, you can move the rest yeah, of Yeah, I ragdoll.
5: As soon as you try to grab me, I just I, I let it happen. <laughs> she just
2: goes limp Okay.
5: Yeah,
0: yep. you can move half of the remaining <laughs> movement you have backwards.
2: Okay, so I took ten, five. So that means I have one space. So yeah, I'll step back to... I can't get any further back because I'm only moving half speed. So where I'm currently standing and I'll throw her behind me here. So like right here.
0: Okay. If you can place yourself in the correct appropriate angle. Oh, there we go. Angle.
2: Mm-hmm. And that'll be do I still, can I still take an action or is that my action?
0: Uh, that would be your action because you, okay, that's kind of fine. Like yeah, thing. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll end my turn there. I just don't want her getting pulled in and then making this more complicated and end my turn.
0: All right, Merlin.
4: Thank you. Alright, well, Marlin sees uh, Will pull in fire out of that and he immediately, well, um, assumes they're on the same page and immediately casts Fireball into the pit.
0: Give me the Fireball roll. That is uh, sword sound. DC16 dex save. <laughs> This is my fireball sound. Yeah. Merlin tosses there up a fireball
5: go. and Will hits it with a sword. I think it's my big <laughs> chrono spiritus.
2: trigger time.
5: Yes. In a Mayha <laughs> like yeah.
4: position. He's casting fireball, and it grows so big enough he's he has to eventually lift it up and then he throws it like a volleyball. Like a fucking <laughs> spirit bomb. <Tuck. laughs> um
0: yes, let me make some saves for you. Uh Dex saves. Uh, got a bit of 16. I'm gonna go from red and then go around clockwise. One, two, three, four, five. Wow, ooh, ooh, what, what's the number they delicious. have to be? What's the DC 16? So one makes it, which is the uh orange ant there. The rest of them take 28 fire damage. There's probably just an absolute set of screeching as this oh. fireball goes off. The creatures are all freaking out. The ants uh go mad. You probably explode and cook up a bunch of those eggs as well. Um mm. and they take sorry what was it? Twenty-eight. So twenty-eight on this guy. Twenty-eight you just hundred
2: and twenty-six damage in one. Uh, Twenty eight <laughs> on this
0: guy twenty-eight on this guy, and then half damage, so fourteen to the one that is uh that has the orange um uh blip thing dot. And uh yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think um will runs forward grabs fire you move backwards and then the the thing lights up Uh, there's a Mm -hmm. a, an explosive uh, heat that washes uh, across everybody Uh, these creatures screech um, there's a smell of burning hair and these things uh, smoldering and injured and um, and kind of hurt rush up the sides of this thing none of them are dead um, but all of them were hit and injured you want to do anything else Merlin you can still move uh, and bonus actions and things.
4: I think I'll remain where I am. So I'll end my turn.
0: Here come the ants. Now, what do you have? <laughs> there you are. They're all on fire. A bunch of flaming ants. giant ants <laughs> that are like the size of ponies. I'm running Oh my god! It.
4: They're uh, fire ants. <laughs> yeah. They're
0: now fire ants. Yeah, kind of. Um, I guess they will move towards the first thing they see unfortunately welcome to being the tank um one going there can this one so i'm going to yes. say they're 10 feet down uh 10 feet up and then another 25 over to you this one can get here this one can do is 10 feet uh, and uh it's
2: okay i chose the slide
0: <laughs> i don't think he can make it uh i'm going to move him up to where you are uh but this one actually can't do anything this one can come up and make it around to you. This one can get to you. I'm gonna move just for the sake of it, these two here. Uh, and then this one, I'm gonna to move to here. Um, oh, actually you can probably just move his double actually. So I'll rush him past you. This one comes rushing past where you are, but it can't attack. Uh, only three of them can attack you here. Let's determine. I have which- a question, Brad. Yeah.
5: Can I use my skirmisher now? Um, what is that? I can move up to half my speed as a reaction when an enemy ends its turn. Oh, ends its turn. Never mind. With him fight a few to you. So if any of them end their turn here, I can use half my movement as a reaction to move without opportunity attacks.
0: Ooh. Uh, well, yep. Yeah, you can do it after it's this. It's
5: that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, first them's gonna start biting. in two towards will one towards you um the first two towards will is this button working it is not hello come on there we go one two towards will a seven and a 23
2: the 23 will actually no i'm gonna i'm gonna reaction cast shield screw this i'm not gonna start getting bit right away uh yeah i will i will react uh by putting up an arcane shield
0: okay, another bite coming in towards uh, you fire as uh, will puts up this kind of arcane shield. You see these things bite towards him and then this shield appears around him as it as these creatures are hitting that thing too dumb to know what's going on. Um, horrible mandibles snapping near you. Um, you probably move a leg out of the way as these mandibles come in. closing um, like a horrible like a bear trap uh, mm. around you. Um, and then they're going to start trying to sting at you. I guess they have stingers um, as well, which is awesome for you to know. Oh, yes, they do have stingers on their tails. Um, the size of a short sword that comes spinning around. So these things swarm over towards you. Mandibles and stingers. Two sting attacks towards you, Will. And then two, uh, one towards you again, Fire. One, two, an 18 and a 17. You still have the shield up, so they kind of just bounce off of this thing and then one towards fire on a 14. Nope. Just avoiding this whole thing. Exactly like I said. Nothing to be afraid of. These things would tear a normal man alive within seconds and you two uh, shield comes up, fire jumps dances, spins around this this stinger these mandibles and then that is the end of their turn so you can do your skirmishing and you just do all this dancing Mm and jumping and flipping and before you know it you've moved out of the way Will however is kind of lost amongst five of these um these giant ants uh rushing over and around him like a bunch of little horses and it is Fire's turn
5: okay uh I'm going to uh sneak attack the red boy Mm -hmm. with my uh can I do sneak? Can I do sharpshooter and sneak attack?
0: Sneak attack is just additional to the, to the yeah, uh, yeah. thing. So you do okay. your attack roll first, and then you add sneak attack if applicable. So it's just okay. damage, additional shit. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sticks into the chitin, but just does not affect this thing whatsoever. It's technically a miss, uh, as the arrow just buries itself into the uh, the um, the armor plating on the back of this thing.
5: Hmm. I will then uh, just move back a little bit in front to the side of Merlin.
0: Okay. Brings us to Vita.
3: Cool. Vita will flame on. Uh, yeah, they were already in flame form anyway for scouting ahead. Um, they're gonna use claw attack. On the red one.
0: Okay. Ba-da-da-ba-ba. Flying Prince of Fire moves forward Uh-ow. this elemental creature and swings a little claw at the back of this thing. Same thing, I think. It just hits this uh it's like hitting uh, um Will's armor. Um this just strikes the back of this chitin and while you see it burns some of the chitin to a degree and it and it certainly damages it, it's certainly not doing any sort of actual damage to the um, to the ant
1: and
3: it's doing it in a, as flashy a way as possible it's like spinning uh, trying to like <laughs> d- divert some of the attention off of Will I suppose and like be as uh, noticeable as possible
0: yeah I idea? think it probably does draw some attention to itself I'll roll two dice for this ant and this ant the two that are next to it um, the red one uh, certainly takes a liking to Vita and is that the end of your turn or Vita's that's turn that's the end of Vita's turn You fix's turn though
3: um, and fix will fire two more Eldritch Blasts, the same one in unison. Okay. 23 and
0: 13. 13's gonna hit. No, it isn't. Ooh. Sorry, I oh. lied. This 23 you. does hit. Give me the damage. 13.
3: 13 damage in one necrotic.
0: Uh, how do you kill the red fire ant? Giant <laughs> ant, Simit. sorry.
3: Um... The Eldritch Blast, uh, the first one kind of actually sweeps under its feet and knocks it off balance sideways, and the second one kind of like travels up through its like chitinous exterior and just like tunnels through and out the other side and just kind of...
0: Yeah, this huge thing kind of hits the ground next to you, partly curling into its own shell uh, uh, will. As you see, one of them kind of hit the ground. It's a large thud as this thing. is pretty big um, and clearly has been felled by one of your uh, uh, comrades here, and is that the end of your turn, Fix?
1: Um
3: I will move forward to here uh, yep, and that's the end of my turn
0: Okay Will, your turn Uh,
2: alright, I will look down at the red one and be like okay alright I thought I was about to get fireballed and then uh, I will hit the green one Uh, I will swing at it with booming blade
0: Okay. now Uh I can do my booming blade sound effect and Um, I will lift horribly well I think uh, yeah I think this thing is like they, they are moving around you you're kind of having to partially keep an eye on fact that they're moving it's like kind of a a scene where we probably see you with shield in hand sword in the other and you're watching them as they move around in a kind of circular motion you swing wildly at one of them but it uh it turns and shifts itself awkwardly to get out of the way of what it probably presumes to be your stinger and is uh that of your turn
2: uh that that is the classic i should have just taken the dodge action (laughs) maneuver um and then i will uh I will I will mark a target. I'll mark the orange one, please. Mark
0: okay. What does that do? Uh,
2: let me post the. Well, it's not going to do anything this turn. I'll post the whole text. I need to set this up so you can actually just read. The Are you doing text the classic mark target
0: thing? I thought this was an ability. Um, mark target is an action, isn't it? it no,
2: out. it's a bonus action.
0: You sure? It's
2: it, it's it's the reskin text Hexblade's curse is all it is Oh,
0: you so it is one of your things Yes okay. Mark target is a, a move on the, in the actual
2: Oh, is it? Like a different um, class has that now? That's
0: neat It's just an OG thing it. There's a thing called mark target Hang on, I'll fucking just open my little gchi up like When you make a old, melee like attack you edition? can choose to mark your target until the end of your next turn one opportunity attack you make against your target has advantage without using a reaction uh, so, kind of, you can do it. It's just a thing that has always existed, I think. Um, since time began. IV began. Maybe I'm wrong. But I have always had it written down in this little cheat sheet thing that I was given as a little fledgling DM way back when. They said, here's a cheat sheet for all of the things you can do on your turn as an action. And I said, thank Aww. you, my DM of the time. And he faded away into the night. Um, that's into how all DMs most. are made. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: he gave you his
2: power he became, he absorbed he passed, all the DMs. Yeah. Yeah. He became, he became Batman and just yeah, faded into the really night. I think that was, I think that was 3.5 though. So I don't know if I can actually do that here. Regardless, that's not the ability that I'm using though. That's yep. good to know okay. for future reference. So you, I end my turn. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's Merlin's turn.
4: All right, I'm going to use Scorching Ray on the blue, green, and purple one
0: okay so yeah give the attacks i go order. 17 hits 19 hits and 17 hits so blue Yay. takes three damage uh green takes six damage and did you say which was the third one so blue uh
4: purple uh so purple blue and green yeah okay. so purple i think takes the last yeah
0: eight. oh i see okay hang on so goes like that and that goes like that might have fucked that up but um
4: oh either way it's okay
0: that's the power of magic yes all of these scorching rays fly through the air in the darkness like tracer bullets as they strike the backs of these creatures hitting softer points in between the chitin and dealing the appropriate amount of damage to each they're all kind of looking burnt up and messed up but it's probably quite hard to tell how uh badly um injured they are um but that certainly hurts you doing anything else
4: no, that's
0: it all right giant ants uh one of them oh the red one was a was looking at vita here i'm gonna roll to see if moving fix draws the attention of this uh this other one here um fix roll me a d20
3: it's a
0: 15. a 15 uh it doesn't so this one is going to attack will Um, in fact they're all going to attack Will so I'm just going to roll a shit ton of dice Um, Tried. here we are again (laughs) here we are again I knew I should have dodged been here many times so this is going to be four bite attacks from the ants there we go 16, 8, 6, 21 probably only the 21 has any hope
2: Uh, yeah but I know there's stingers coming after this too right I'm going to shield again
0: (laughs) yeah another magical shield around Will as these things kind of swarm him avoiding um, his own attacks and uh, and uh, kind of going for him but then this magical shield comes up and then during probably the same flurry and madness as so the sand is kicking up around him there's a bunch of stingers aiming at you as well so I'm gonna go one two three four is that four uh,
2: that's three
0: three and four so yeah another set of um, misses as they just strike this arcane shield that you've brought up around yourself these things kicking up a load of dust chittering, snapping their mandibles stinging at towards the area where will is but none of them connecting due to the shield therefore fire it is your turn
5: do not snap your mandibles at me (laughs) ever again
0: my apologies
5: i'm going to shoot the purple guy boink
0: Aww. Wow, same Gosh. thing. You sh-
5: Can you give me the speech again?
0: You how good I am. are <laughs> unbelievably good at firing Thank arrows. You. Um And you are hitting the target here. But maybe you yeah. just have no idea what part is the soft part and what mm-hmm. part is the chitin. Um, it's probably more about ant... Uh etomy, I was trying to do a pun. Um anatomy ant, is where I was trying ant, to go with that. See it's,
5: it's
0: harder than it should be, ant, right? Ant, anatomy. Um, <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> arrow. Hits, uh I haven't had enough sleep. Arrow hits the uh, <laughs> the chitin and yeah, it's you're also these things are moving and moving r they're like literally little ponies running around yeah. Will as you do successfully I'm hit the just, target, just just do anything. Gonna, they're not I hate
3: everything about this.
0: And that's it Vita's turn
3: Um, Having seen you miss uh, I'm going to point towards the blue giant ant And Vita's going to rush towards it And take the help action And they're going to basically like rush around the soft spots That they can see To try and help give you an advantage oh. When you fire at the next
0: Right, yeah. and so that's the next attack Which I think is yeah, for you Yeah,
3: gets advantage I think it's the next attack on that creature
0: Right, okay, I see, yeah. So yeah. whoever attacks the blue creature next will have advantage on that attack. Yeah. But it is your turn now.
3: Yes, Um. and I will fire two Eldritch Blasts at the purple one. Well, it gets hexed first because the red one died, so that one gets hexed now. Um, and Eldritch Blast. Because it's, it's Warlock Combat. Yay!
0: 17 hits. And 11 misses. Um, sorry, which one were you hitting? Purple. It's uh, yes, purple.
3: purple, for 13 damage total.
0: 13 damage on that one. Um, yeah, this strikes the creature. It's probably, like, in the uh, midst of uh, going to bite at Will when it gets hit from the side by this um, force damage. And the uh, the thing is not dead, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Seeing Will fend off all their attacks and knowing that I am rather not able to fend off the attacks <laughs> I will stay put for now
0: Right. Will's turn I...
2: <sighs> I I should I should dodge but it's more fun to swing so I'm going to swing at the orange one again because I'm mad at it because I missed it the first time with another booming blade hold still and hey. uh there we go a 26 gonna
0: hit. yes which one were you aiming for sorry
2: uh the orange one okay oh also here's the i i actually did have it set up i just lost track of it in all the other junk on my character sheet but there there's the text of the skill that i was actually trying to use to avoid confusion there all right um, which
0: one was your mark target the orange one
2: uh the orange one yes all right uh, so it is 10 slashing, 6 thunder, and then 3 three more slashing. 19 total is the damage inflicted.
0: Okay, now this one is the one that took the least amount of damage from the fireball, um, but I think you probably just lob off two legs immediately, just swinging around this thing. The, uh, the booming blade goes off, um, and you this this thing just loses two legs. They're just on the ground as it kind of stumbles suddenly, trying to a- adjust itself under its weight, losing two of these legs um, picks, picks itself back up on the remaining leg on that side um, but is wreathed in that kind of purple energy or uh, whatever it is for you uh, the uh, booming blade if it moves it will take additional damage um, and that's all that mark target does is It stay on it what does that do yeah
2: uh, yeah it's just it's just a continue it's similar to fix's hex right? or a huntress mark it'll just keep going
0: and um, yep and, and, yeah, I will.
2: I will. I will end my turn, and I'll, actually, I'll turn back to Merlin and say, "See that, Merlin? Shove that one," <laughs> and then end my turn.
4: Got it. All right,
0: Merlin. Because
2: w- Will is not looking very concerned about this fight, so he's using it as a using it as a teamwork. Wait, which
4: one training, am I pushing it's, again? It's, it's
0: now a Merlin mm-hmm. training exercise. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I think you're pushing the orange one. Yeah. Orange one. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. You probably um, tested at the
4: end.
0: Yeah, you okay. will be tested at the end of this.
4: Oh, oh boy. Um, hmm. <laughs> can I can I use Scorching Ray again on the blue, purple, and green one again before I push? Yep. Okay. All right.
3: If you use that on the blue one, then Fire won't get advantage on her next shot. Oh.
4: Okay. But you the thing will you get advantage
0: out. on this strike.
3: Yeah, you'll get an advantage. Oh. Mm,
4: okay. I don't want to take that advantage then from. uh Okay, you know what? I will I will blast the orange one before I push it off.
0: Okay, so purple, green, be, orange.
4: Yeah, I'll be right. extra bully.
0: 19 hits. Uh, 18 hits we... and 25 hits. They all hit. The first thing that happens is you kill the purple one. How do you do it? What does it look like?
4: Um, hmm. I was going to say almost like a, a magnifying glass, like blast just... And then just setting it ablaze, but oh, that I don't know. I don't want to be like an ant bully or anything like that. <laughs> uh oh. Maybe I Here went to the far with that. A bug's life. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> it happens, oh, his head explodes on fire. Oh, no. And uh yeah, the other two scorching rays launch past the one whose head explodes as it hits the ground and strike the other two. You deal all of the damage, but the other two remain standing magnifying glass
4: and now I push the orange give me the
0: uh, blurb on that telekinesis push again
4: yeah sure I'll do that
0: I can't remember I feel like we've been through this before but it is literally there is no size limit to this is that right as a bonus action you can try to telekinetically shove one creature you can see within 30 feet of you so you're going to have to move up um, 10 feet um, okay,
4: I will do that then. I'll move a little. Just this is mental that screen.
0: you literally can shove. You could shove a Tarrasque if you successfully <laughs> managed <laughs> oh. to do so. It's insane. Usually, like, things like this. I know this is magic, which is probably why. But they normally have, like, a limit onto, like, usually, like, two sizes bigger than you or something like that. Uh, so, it is a strength saving throw of DC uh, 8 plus your bonus and the ability modifier of the score increased by this feat which is
2: it's it's gonna be the same as Merlin's other DCs so it should yeah, be
0: 16 it's right yeah 16 isn't it alright Yep, it's 16 Drink save 18 does not move uh this thing is oh, big and yeah. strong and uh holds fast to the edge of this thing even though it is missing uh two of its many legs
4: I, I'm just gonna tell Will Will I tried to push it um but he refuses it, to move it's fine
2: don't worry about it i'll
0: get it next time here they come it's the ants um many bites towards you uh will and um oh yeah we're gonna i'm gonna roll to see if it does not see vita at all it doesn't care about vita for some reason so many bites towards will one two three seven twenty eighteen the attack rolls against your ac will i can't remember what it is i know i gave you the armor like two weeks ago but i've forgotten will what is your ac will oh
1: sorry
2: (laughs) my ac is 20 20
0: all right one of them is going to hit unless you want to do a thing
2: uh you know i'll just let this one hit me i don't want to burn all my spell slots just blocking bites
0: uh all right you are grappled um. This Mistakes were is... made <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry You take 6 bludgeoning damage Apparently from this bite And uh, you are grappled Um, uh, Until the grapple ends You are restrained uh, Inside this thing's mandible So actually this thing kind of The reason I guess it does bludgeoning damage Is it just grabs your armor um, And it holds you in place Suddenly this one kind of digging its legs in And biting the world This is the green one that Has done this to you, I think. Wait, you hang know. on, it was the second one, it's the orange one, it's your worst enemy. Can he do this? Do you have any bullshit? I think so. Um, mark target doesn't give you anything against this, no,
2: no, it doesn't defend me in any way. Now, <laughs> now I'm just glad that I've <laughs> blocked the first couple because if, if I were restrained at the beginning of the fight, this would really suck. I'd have gotten hit six times by now,
0: yeah. Let's, um, so does restraint give me any sort of attack? bonuses again yeah you you have
2: advantage on
0: the follow-ups now let's work out this then because actually uh i don't have advantage on the first one because this would have come in i was just doing the bites and then the stings so the first sting does not have advantage rolling without advantage at 20. do you have the ability to stop a 20 well, from seeing it. how
2: seeing how this is about to go horribly, horribly wrong, I will go ahead and shield myself before this gets any worse. And then uh, yeah. Okay, shield again.
0: Uh 12 and an 18. So, um well, a twenty-one and a fourteen. Um, but Yeah, we'll say you are still grappled, although the time might be a little wibbly-wobbly there. I don't care. You're still grappled. You still take the sixth bludgeoning, but we'll say all the others um, hit magic shield that comes up during some of this chaos. And uh, the orange one here is biting at will for anyone who's thinking about pushing it off the edge. Um, gotcha. So you know. And that brings us to the end of their turns, and it is fire's turn.
5: Okay. seeing that will is... In trouble. I would like to. Hmm. Uh, if I don't hit the blue, is it just the next attack on blue? So,
3: mm. well, it's uh-huh. blue's um, turn next, so it will be.
1: Yeah, he'd have to redo
0: A wasted action.
3: Yeah, but Use if you the the blue t- blue. just do what you want to do, don't worry about it. Yeah.
5: That. Yeah, I think um. I'll just go sorry maybe next time and uh take a short bow shot at the the soft part of the ant that has will in its mouth hole (sighs) mandible 21
0: is a hit Mm. uh this arrow just (laughs) flies straight through the eye of this ant and it lets go of will as it dies (laughs)
1: you're welcome we'll
0: say it wee falls off the edge for fun (laughs) um crashes into the uh the anthill which is in the hole the anthill in the hole um uh kind of probably smoldering a little bit still from some of the burning um and uh that one is dead two left is that the end of your turn fire
5: um 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 could i run up and do an offhand attack on the green one Yes, you may. How do the corpse spaces work?
0: You can stand on the dead uh, and areas.
5: Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then offhand dagger. Oh.
0: Wow, that is a natural 28 uh, with a lot of damage. Is it enough? 3,
5: 10, 21.
0: Yeah, how do you kill this next one? You just killed them both. Nice
5: uh i saw that the eye seemed to be a good spot and so i just walk up and just stab, stab this stab thing in the, in the eye. eye
0: and yeah. yeah it lets out a screech uh and kind of just falls where it is stood as you whip this dagger back out of the face of this ant and it is vita's turn
3: uh Vita will continue to take the help action
0: okay you have advantage on whatever you do next
3: yep and then uh, this one is now hexed for strength in case it gets any funny ideas about grappling. Yeah. Um. And it will get blasted in the face. Hopefully twice. So I'll roll the first one with advantage. The twenty-three. It's gonna hit. And twenty-four.
0: Yep. Yeah. Can you do
3: 15. sixteen damage? No.
0: Um.
3: Fifteen plus 5, 20. Damage. Oh, you
0: got the extra. Yeah, you kill it. How do you yeah. kill it?
3: Um. I think for this one, uh, seeing fire run up and stab this other ant in the eye, I just aim at like both its eyes, just in quick succession, just like, and uh, the blast just not only goes into the eye, it just goes all the way out the other side, so it's just tunneled through this ant. Eh, it's disgusting.
0: Nice. Yes. <laughs> you successfully kill all of these ants. Uh, you also destroyed a lot of the eggs. Probably it matters, but you did. And uh, the... Ants have fallen. Now I'm going to roll one dice real quick. Uh, I'm going to quickly quickly scroll to the part of the thing that I was meaning to find the entire fight and completely forgot about and didn't go to it. And uh, then I will need a roll from you, Will. Just to see how badly lost you are, because it may affect whether this has ended combat or not. Um. Uh, roll me a d12. Uh,
2: roll a d12. Okay. Yeah. A twelve. A natural twelve.
0: Oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> you um you uh successfully kill these ants you find that uh you're looking around you're trying to find the uh location of the uh the twin rocks um and uh once you kind of take your breath and you kick some of these ants away from you and um check your armor over where the mandibles were biting you, you look up at where the moon is and you get the feeling that maybe you guys got a little off track while you were moving what was hopefully north-north-east, this is a good point for you to stop, look around, take stock, and realize that, in fact, you are a little lost, a little off course, and we'll find out how you deal with that next week, because that is the end of today's session of Mistlight, as we come to midnight for me, my bedtime. Thanks so much for playing, players! And thanks so much for watching, Watchers. You will be pleased to know one thing that I forgot last time we played. You leveled up. <gasps> um, you actually leveled up after the Core Sheldy fight, and I completely forgot, and I was like, oh, I'll tell him I, next I, time.
2: I, I bit my tongue to resist the urge to <laughs> pester you, because I was, so, was thinking it's about time so to level up.
0: <laughs> so leveled up, and I uh, completely forgot. But, yes, um... Before next session, make sure you level up. Um, and uh, but during your level up, um, you don't uh, regain your uh, HP here. But if you want to roll your hit dice now, yeah. determine how much HP you get. Oh
2: gosh, my body is ready. This is a huge one for me. There we are. <laughs> Damn it!
0: Wow. <laughs> get access to all Free my goodies.
3: For it's about time.
0: The worst increase you can get. Maximum for fire on a nine. Five wow. for Merlin. Uh, increase oh, nice. your maximum.
2: Uh, I'm just taking average, which is uh, nine.
0: All right. And you have uh, leveled up to... This is level six. Right? Yes. 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 Level six. Uh, Accumulate. <gasps>
1: Ooh.
0: Um, so... <laughs> Uh, we'll deal with all the level up stuff um, later on or during the week um, but until next time let's do a quick round of shout-outs to see who you are where you are on the internet and what you do let's start with Merlin
4: oh hello I, uh, I'm Dispiarix and I played Merlin for you today um, you can find me here twitch and twitter at Dispiarix. I play variety and do some roleplay stuff on the side as well Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And thank you so much for the session, everyone.
0: Thanks, Disby. good fun. What about you, Fire?
5: Uh, you can find me at Brutal Bree. I'm streaming basically every night now, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, and I've been doing a Red Dead RP, a Wild RP nonstop. It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Okay, sorry, I was just calculating how badly lost you were uh, after that um, and I'll do it later on. I'll do it later on. It's just that sometimes I get worried. DMs out there will know that sometimes you go, oh, I'll do that later on and then you forget everything that happened in the entire time and then you, and then it's the next session and you go, oh, I didn't do the thing. What about, um, fix?
3: Hello, my name is Leah and I play video games online. We're playing halo yay because i love halo um and also lots of red dead redemption roleplay as well because we're all very healthily not addicted to it and everything is fine right right brie <laughs> right <laughs> um <laughs> anyway uh yeah so come find me at twitch.tv forward slash leah yay
0: someone who is not addicted to red dead rp is jesse where can people find you and what are you doing it's on like
2: uh, I'm continuing my League binge, which was <laughs> prompted by Arcane, but I was already an avid League player before that, so I'm just back into it I guess. Um, yeah, you can find me over on twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore excalibur, currently doing League of Legends, but that may change on a daily basis the second I see some other game game looks interesting.
0: Okay. And that is it. And
4: Brad. don't forget to check out Brad.
0: <laughs> I am streaming, um... The, uh, there's a game called Super People or something that came out, that's a BR game I'm going to play that with my uh, I've got a very close Swedish friend who I love very much, his name is Pony Punch and uh, me and him are going to play some of that tomorrow and over the weekend I'm going to finally be able to play the Final Fantasy 7 DLC the Yuffie stuff, the Yuffie stuffy that I have been waiting all year to play and it's, uh came out today on the Epic Store so I'm doing that over the weekend if you want to watch that, otherwise we'll see you next week, there's all sorts of shows here on Table Story that you can watch um, to pass the time, um, including more DD tomorrow night with Rhyme of the Maiden and uh, all sorts of other shows. Go and find them. Go to the Discord. Go to the YouTube channel. Go to tablestory.tv. Go and follow all of these wonderful people and give them some money. And uh, thanks for watching. We will see you next time. Peace. Bye.